0: This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is brought to you by Clockworks. From windshields to fenders, Clockworks brings the quality. The leader in air management with the original patent flare windshield. Their fenders are stamped and e-coded to bring you the quality you demand. Check out these and other products at speed kingscyclecom Get clocked. <laughs> live what is going on victor how are you
1: oh man i'm good how are you
0: oh not too bad i'm on cop, cup of coffee number two so uh,
1: yeah i'm uh working on number
0: two i'm starting to get a little fucking antsy you know what i mean
1: <laughs> you need some water in between those cups
0: right right yeah I, that's i have a problem with that i don't really like water so i don't drink water very often but there's water in everything like i made this oh, coffee we're... with water and then coffee grounds so it has water in it right I just make my coffee with Red Bull. Oh, oh. You just Oh shit, I fell. You pour it uh <laughs> you pour Red Bull in the coffee pot with the coffee grounds or you just drink Red Bull? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. All in one. Wow. If
1: you're gonna do it, do it right.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's that's hardcore shit. I can't do that. I got the eleven Bravo coffee <laughs> right coffee. here. It's the good stuff.
2: I got eleven Bravo Nitro, man. It's yeah, it's, it's
0: your uh, your your volume went real real low right now. Did you move something?
1: Uh, uh yeah. Hang on a sec.
0: There you go. You're back. You're is louder. I better or worse? Yeah, that's way better. All right. Yeah. It, yeah is, is, is is Audrey uh, back my, there moving stuff around for you or what?
1: She had one of my earbuds and walked
0: away. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So what are you guys yeah. working on right now? I see some bikes in the background. I know you're always working on something. These three, uh, money pits right here. The money pits. yep. Uh,
1: uh, Ivy's bike needs a new cam chest. So that's coming. Yeah. Uh, this anniversary edition is getting blinged out. So that'll be done here a couple of weeks. Maybe. I don't
0: know. Is that for you?
1: And then my bike's pretty much done. It's like no, for the I'm first time the... ever. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> that's a
0: nice <laughs> feeling. No, I meant the anniversary edition. Is that for you or is that just one you guys are doing? Oh,
1: Yeah, no, that's, yeah, we're doing that bike for me. And then, uh, I lost my white Dinah have to end up in somebody else's possession yeah so uh, I'm gonna build this anniversary one ride it for a little bit and then it'll probably be for sale
0: that's cool that's cool I really like the way you guys did Audrey's uh, new rendition it looks really nice
1: yeah that's all hers so I just said like hey pick what you want to put on your bike and then uh, pick a paint color and we'll make it happen
0: yeah so that's what happened that's the way to do it man yeah. that's the way to do it that's what I do with my wife and her FXR that's coming out you know I just kind of let her pick things and then, well, then I, then I over, I supersede it and pick the better stuff though.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, she's, she's, she's pretty good. She's pretty good. She knows what's up. So yeah. she's just like, Oh, you know, I want this fairing, I want an FXR P, P fairing and, uh, you know, I want these bags and I want this and I want this paint color. And then I want, I'm like, well, you got to pick all the stuff. If I do something to your bike and you don't like it and I got to redo it. So I just let her make all her choices and she can't be mad at me.
0: Right. There you go. That's, that's a good way to go about things. Yeah. So what a! Yeah, uh, I made a couple choice. I made a couple choices. Yeah, sometimes you have to. I mean, you yeah. know, I know Audrey's knowledgeable on what she's doing. I, I, you know, I've spoken with her and I know what she does. So, but it's sometimes you know, there's yeah, there's a uh, being knowledgeable and then there's being addicted. And I think I'm uh, we're more on the addicted side.
1: Yeah, right. You like know. Uh, how much money can I spend?
0: Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> if, if it's more money, is it better? <laughs>
1: Right. It has to be.
0: It has to be. That's, that's the, the way it works, right? I think that's at least the American knowledge of what we all have. You know, it's, uh, that one's more expensive. It has to be better, which unfortunately sometimes it isn't the case, but you learn as you go.
1: Yeah. You know, you got to ask questions. If You know, if, that's, if you don't ask questions, you'll never know.
0: No, that's very true. Holden wants to know if Popeye's is open by you guys.
1: Probably. Probably. Does he want me to send him something?
0: He probably does. Yeah. I, I know they're opening one right down the street from our uh, our shop here but it has not opened yet. Uh, it's brand new. They it used to be a Long John Silvers and then they tore it down. Oh god. And yeah, and and they built a Popeyes and it's like the worst fucking time ever. I see the lights are on now and the menu boards are lit up but I don't see any uh, you know, I don't see anybody fucking selling no fucking chicken. <laughs>
1: They don't get those chicken sandwiches over there and, uh, it's going to be mayhem.
0: Yeah. Well, the good thing is it's a giant, it's a giant parking lot. So hopefully we won't see that shit hanging out like crazy. Like we, I have at other Popeye's locations.
1: Yeah. That's the worst. You know, you're driving down the street and there's just a line of cars in the middle of the street and you're like, what are you guys doing? And it's like, Oh, it's a chicken
0: sandwich. Who cares? Yup. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the hype either. Um, but it's crazy cause we yeah. have, you know, probably in the one street where my shop is on, we must have six or seven fucking Starbucks. And they're in the worst fucking parking lots you can ever imagine where it's just like, there's no, there's no real area for the drive through line. So it just fucks the fucking parking lot up. And then it comes out on the street every time. It's like, the, it's the fucking worst. And then people just keep lining up. And I'm like, God damn people yeah. go to fuck a Seven Eleven, man. Yeah, but-
1: <laughs> right arco and pm too much good stuff
0: yeah that's i mean i'm i'm a cheap date man I mean, i'm not i'm not saying i don't like starbucks and i do get it every once in a while but fuck i mean i'll just go get some i uh, think you know when you go to 7-eleven they get those little stoke shots so you can get cracked the fuck out oh
1: there you go you also buy a red bull there and just pour it in the coffee
0: there you go right pretend <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, Say, we like to make uh fast fast beers have you ever had a fast beer
0: no what's a fast beer
1: so, a fast beer is basically uh, like a Bud Light or a Ford Light, and uh-huh. drink down a little bit off the top, and then you pour some Red Bull in the top, and you oh. just drink
0: it that way. Yeah, I've had I've had that years ago with Monster. wasn't for me. Yeah, wasn't for me. No, no. I, I saw
1: a guy pouring Red Bull in his Coca Cola.
0: Oh, that's crazy. That's that guy's got no Unlike. teeth. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I like the bangs he too. Kind of looks like Kevin from Big Bear Choppers, right? <laughs> slow-mo Joe three. I like the, I like the uh, the bangs also. Those things are good. Um, but I think at the time when I was doing the beers and the, and the, uh, the, the monster, I might as well just do cocaine and that was a better option.
1: It's not cheaper though. No, it wasn't cheaper.
0: cheaper. It definitely wasn't cheaper. (laughs) Oh man. How's all this stuff affecting you guys up there? I mean, you guys are, what city are you guys in? I forget all the time. We're out here in Modesto. Modesto, that's right. Central California. Yep. Yeah. So you guys went from, you know, uh, three weeks ago being fucking stuck in Tahoe snow for fucking two days to now just stuck at home for the most part. I know you're still working, but how's, up? Yeah. how's Modesto I'm, handling everything?
1: It's awesome out here now. It takes me 15 minutes to get to work. It used to take 20. Oh, right. Stay, stay home, everybody. Stay, <laughs> stay out of my way.
0: I know. I, <laughs> me and my, you know, because, you know, my wife comes here every day and she works here with me. So on the way home, we're like, I'm like, man... I kind of can't wait for this shit to go back to normal, but at the same time, maybe it just stays this way and everybody just stays the fuck home. So I don't got to sit in traffic on the way home, you know? Cause we don't even Right. like our house is literally like two streets off of the shop, like the same road that the shop is on. So we don't have to go, we don't have to go freeways or nothing like that, but it'll still t- There's times where it's like 45 minutes to go 10 miles, you know? Yeah. It's that's crazy. A, that's
1: that's straight LA. LA. LA's like, like, Oh man, you gonna come over later? Like, oh, well, you only live two miles away, but it takes thirty minutes to get there. I don't think yeah. I'm gonna make it.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not gonna make it in time. Yeah, it's a pain in that was ass. the
1: ass. Same as Arizona. We were there last weekend, and it's like oh, Arizona's cool. You're like, oh yeah, I'm just down the road. And you, I'm like, okay, cool. Let me map it real quick. I'm like, oh, cool. It's eight miles. so It'll take eight minutes. No, it's twenty three minutes to go eight miles. Yeah. Right. Because they're on the you know the the three factor, three yep. times the three times the time for the mileage in California or uh, SoCal is worse
0: yeah like, it definitely is worse yeah. and, and i'm from a i'm from a smaller population uh city i grew up in you know so i'm um, coming to like these larger population cities like riverside orange county stuff like that man it, it definitely makes a fucking huge difference you know it's uh it's it's it kind of pisses you off not to, to be truthful you know it's irritating as fuck we've thought about moving further away from the shop just to like have a place with a little bit more property and stuff but uh I don't know. And then it's like, you know, we're going to turn our 45 minute drive to the shop to an hour and a half. That's the, we're now we're commuting to fucking, you know, it's not, I don't think it's worth it.
1: Might as well just work from home.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> any Jason yeah, Alexander go, uh, says any custom paint shops in NorCal central Cal you suggest want to get some paint on my Dyna.
1: Yeah. There's a couple good ones out here. If you shoot me a DM, I'll uh, get you some.
0: Yeah. There you go, Jason. He's going to hook you up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go, uh, since we're done here, we're going to go look at a house today, but it's thirty-five, forty minutes south of here. So we'll be closer to you guys, but further from everything else in the Bay Area and
0: Sacramento. So yeah, it, yeah. And how often do you guys end up going to like Sacramento and the Bay Area? You guys go there often?
1: I go to, I go to Southern California more than I go to the Bay Area or Sacramento.
0: Yeah, really. I I've on I've never yeah. even been um, to uh, I've never been to Sacramento. I mean, I wait. I've been to Sacramento. I've never been to the Bay Area ever. So, no, you're, I, not, you're not. You're not missing a whole lot. That's what I've heard. Now I heard it sucks now because there's just <laughs> shit and piss everywhere.
1: It's it's that, but I think probably right now is probably the best time to go. Just you know, as long as you got your gloves and your N95 mask and right. a, you know an AR-15, with, you know, <laughs> to shoot any of the bums, yeah, right. it'll be all right. But I think now is the best time, pretty much anywhere to go anywhere if you want to get you know photos, you want to do anything. I mean, you can't go in anywhere, yep. but like you can go drive around San Francisco probably now in like 20 minutes where it would take you like three or four hours
0: to do it you know, yeah, regularly. Yeah. You know, and and so. we see, I took my, I did my South Dakota trip to pick up the, um, the road glide right as California kind of went on lockdown. Like we left Thursday morning, like at four in the morning and it went on lockdown like Thursday, uh, at night or something like that. So yeah, Yeah. it worked out just perfectly. You know, and you know, I talked to the wife once it all happened, she's like, I just finished the trip. Fuck it. And, uh, we did, uh, you know, and it was not, I mean, honestly, it was crazy because the whole trip, you know, we did, um, you know, Southern California to Las Vegas, Las Vegas to Durango, Durango up through Denver, fucking Nebraska, all the, all the way to South Dakota. We never once hit traffic, not the whole, the whole entire trip, never in any of the cities, nothing. It was kind of weird, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's weird, but you know what? Like, if you're trying to get somewhere and you want to be there in a certain time frame, now is the time to do that because you don't have to worry about all these extra people being on the road.
2: You know, like
1: going to uh, Arizona was, man, still took forever, but it was a straight shot. The the most traffic we got was when the truckers tried to drag race each other down a two-lane freeway, You know, and you can't get (laughs) past them, you know? That's the the worst. You go over to Hatchby or something. We didn't go that way this time, but you go over to Hatchby, and these guys, you're you're on the up incline. And these guys want to drag race each other 40 miles an hour up a hill. Like, get out of the way, dude! Yeah,
0: yeah. You're going
1: two miles an hour faster than this guy.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I bet you they're loving it though, with all the people off the roads.
1: Dude, I'm we're getting guys all in in the fast lane in, in semi trucks. You know, four lane highway, and they're yeah. in every single lane. Like, fuck it, wow. You know, they're like, you can't do this any other time. There's no CHP out. I'm like, move out of the way, man. Right, Let's go. Yeah, into the right. Get
0: on now yeah holding the snow was shitty i fucking hate driving in the snow i hate driving in the rain though so driving in the snow was a whole nother fucking ball game for me you know oh god yeah i'm sure you felt it when you guys were just up in tahoe
1: so yeah we had to put chains on we got stuck up there and that felt like the twilight zone for me because it's like all right cool we're gonna go for the weekend and it's like the worst snowstorm ever we get back and they're like okay cool california's on lockdown yeah birthday I i was like are you shitting me it took like i don't know like five hours to go you know a, a two-hour drive we had to put snow chains on 30 miles an hour the whole way it was like and we and it took us a whole extra day to leave we couldn't leave the day we wanted to leave because the roads were all blocked up two lanes in and out i go past the uh, chp deal after the cop left and he's like he he turns around right as i'm coming past his barrier he pulls up right in front of me on the wrong side of the road facing me and he's like yelling at me he's like what are you doing and i'm like dude, I'm just trying to get past this, man. Didn't you see those four other cars? I was just trying to follow them. He's like, you just passed my barricade. I should write you a ticket. I'm like, I'm my glide, fool. What are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, I don't care. And he never once tells us that the road is closed 30 miles up the road.
2: He's oh, just wow. like, okay,
1: cool, whatever. So we make it, we get over the hill. And then we're like, all right, cool. We're going to take 88. Uh, and they're like, oh no, it's shut down 15 miles up at Kirkwood. So you got to turn around and go back. So then like another three hours to go back into Tahoe, which is a total of like, I don't know, Twenty miles i'm like damn we feel like i'm in socal
0: right (laughs) fuck that's crazy just get
1: just get us a room and we'll we'll just stay here another night and we were able to get out the next morning and yeah it was horrible that's why i hate the snow
0: fxdb06 snow isn't that bad if you're used to it i'm sure but being from socal where it snows two centimeters every three years we are fucking not used to it and i we, we drove up to uh durango and then um uh, Denver and stuff that was the most snow I've ever seen or driven in in my entire life it was fucking terrible
1: it, so just so uh, you guys know that we live in California and we pay a, uh, sunshine and palm tree tax to stay here definitely we don't want any snow we barely no. want any rain oh God. It rain just enough for the farmers to grow their crops yep you know we get our food and that's it that's all that's all I want to deal with
0: right and it's been raining like crazy lately fuck this shit I'm so over it all
1: yeah, I mean that's what it was like picking winning lotto numbers, man. It's like 34, 68, 72, yeah, 12 <laughs> Right?
0: I know. You'll have, you'll be hot as shit one day, and the next day it's freezing ass cold.
1: It's going to be like ten degrees hotter today than it was yesterday, and it rained. <sighs> and it, it was raining on Thursday.
0: Oh, it was. Ra- it rained here. It's been raining here all week, all fucking week. I yeah. think I don't know about today. I haven't seen any rain today. It was it was wet this morning, but I haven't seen any rain yet but it rained all day yesterday, all day the day before. It's been fucking just drenching here. Yeah. Have you guys seen a shit ton of rain like that or are you guys just getting sporadic?
1: We get some sporadic. I mean, we're like in the almond capital of the world. So like we need a lot of rain to get these crops going. I, one of my customers at works like, man, I'm going to lose $300,000 this year with the crops and this and everything that's going on because you can't export his almonds. And he can, he can send them out, but then they just sit there because nobody offloads them off the boat.
2: So oh my!
0: Wow!
1: Like, wow. Yes, yeah, so you, wow! You're gonna lose three hundred thousand. So how much did you really make?
0: Yeah, right. What's the total <laughs> then?
1: You, yeah, because you're losing three hundred thousand <sighs> means you're still making some money. And how much did you make the year before?
0: Yeah. So so what is your your? So, I know we've talked about it, but I'm sure people don't know. What is your day job? You work at like a hot rod shop, right?
1: Yeah, I work at a hot rod shop.
2: So
0: it, I've w-
1: been in the car industry for like twenty years, mostly dealership stuff and a couple independent shops. Yeah, and now I'm working at a uh, at a hot rod shop.
0: And and what do you guys do there? What kind of you guys just do parts and builds, or or, or the full deal?
1: So we do anything from uh, fast and loud to street outlaws. Right now we're building a car for uh, Bodie uh, from Team Bodie Presents. He's got a car that's going to be on the Street Outlaws No Prep Kings. As soon as they start this off, it's going to be a Sun car. Uh, we've worked on his car, and then a lot of pro mods and stuff like that. And then we can do anything from a full custom. Chassis up build, like from nothing, and do everything, full fabrication and everything.
0: Hell yeah, that's awesome. So, do you find a, a big crossover between that kind of stuff into Harleys, or do you do you really just do that for your work, and then you your passion is the Harley stuff?
1: Um, more or less, my passion is like the Harley stuff, but I I bring, you know I pull inspiration from everything to do something. So yep. before Harleys, it was like import cars, and it's like where can you make something different, or where can you do something. Bring something race inspired into it, and you know a lot of these guys now they're doing like steel braided lines and yada yada yada. And I'm like, what can I put on my Harley that's pulled from something else? And I'm like, yeah, anything that I can find. If there's a crossover, the grill pieces in in the Ivy's bike are from the shop. Like I just two random pieces I found that just happened to fit in her fairing. Yep. I brought them home. I'm like, hey, can you trim these up and make them fit? So I mean anything you can draw inspiration on, it doesn't have to be Harley's. I mean it can be oh, yeah. airplanes, it can be definitely cars and whatever. Yep. And you know, as long as you can bridge that gap, you're you're good and make it work.
0: Yeah, yeah. So do you you don't have any cars of, of your own, like as far as uh aftermarket type stuff?
1: Um, I still have my two thousand one Acura that that I've had since ah, two thousand one. There you go. So, so my little, you know, rice rocket. I, I got a built motor for it and turbo and stuff like that, but I just I haven't really got into putting it all back together. I was going to build a race car and I uh, kept thinking about it. And I was like, man, I'm like $30,000 into a car that doesn't even run right now. Ugh. And I got to spend another like 10 grand for a transmission and we go to the track and then you break it. I, yep. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then my buddy happened to have his dad was selling the street glide that I have. So I asked him about it. So he's like, Oh, it's my dad's like, oh, okay, cool. Go to his house. And, uh, never once said the bike was there. I didn't know what was going on. So Uh we went out and had dinner, come back. He opens the garage and the light shines on it. It's like, Oh, I'm like, dude, you didn't tell me the bike was here. And he's like, you weren't, you didn't tell me you're interested. I go, I'm interested now. (laughs) And three weeks later, his parents had one price. I had another price. And I'm like, dude, I have cash. I'll bring it over. You get your parents to agree to that price and I'll take that bike out uh, out of your garage. And he was like, okay, let me talk to him And, three weeks later, I ended up getting, picking up the bike. I think it was father's day in 2017, 2016. And, uh, yeah, that's my buddy, mischievous penguins, Casey shoots a lot of my photos for me and kind of would, uh, help, help me out in the scene.
0: Hell yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. You're, you're one of the very first people I knew that was doing, I guess, you know, they call it the performance bagger stuff, you know? um, so it's pretty cool to see your bike come along that way. You got a, a I'm not a street glide guy. I've become a, I've, I'm becoming a road glide person, but I, I definitely enjoy your bike. It's a really fucking cool bike.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's different. Like, you know, everybody's got their road glide and, you know, oh, why, why'd you do a street glide? It's what I had at the time. I knew nothing oh, yeah. about Harleys when I bought the bike. Big time. All I big knew time. was I, I, I had an M1 certification on my license and I wanted to buy you know, I was thinking about a bike and it was a way out of, getting out of this race project so I took all the money sold that car off and yeah put started putting money into the bike and
0: so that street glide was your first Harley
1: first Harley yep
0: wow that's cool that's you went right for the right for the big leagues then
1: yeah I mean I was kind of I, I knew a little bit about the bikes I didn't know all the different models I never went and hung out at the Harley dealer and was like oh I really want this bike yeah it was just kind of like I kind of knew that I wanted something with a fairing and bags gotcha and it was like that bike was right in my price range, right at the time, right what I wanted. And, uh, the color was awesome. And, uh, I was like, I'm in.
0: There you go. It's all it takes sometimes, you know, you just got to get that, that foot in the door and then the addiction comes. I mean, you, uh, you, you're a product of uh, hot, hot wheels also, aren't you?
1: um, a little bit, not really. I uh, kind of got out of it because I, I used to do Hot Wheels when I was younger. And I that's what I mean. Like play with them. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. you
0: know, I, I always feel like, you yeah. know, not that I, I don't have anymore or collect them anymore, but it's like as a kid, you know, I had Hot Wheels all over the place and now it's like I've made the Hot Wheels come to life. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I used to, I love the Hot Wheels and then uh I used to get in trouble as a kid, you know, and uh, my mom would whoop my ass at the Hot Wheels tracks. So I kind of got out of Hot Wheels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. My mom always had a wooden spoon, so I didn't have to worry about the tracks. <laughs>
1: well, 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 think about them. They're plastic, right? Oh, you, yeah. They, they whip pretty good. So, she, you, know, yep, a, she, you know, if you're you you're know, a bad kid and having a sister, she, she, my she, sister was almost the same age as me. So we we're pretty close. So we'd always get into it.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. She's going to whoop your ass at so those then, fucking you know, plastic. Those things probably gain some traction if they're swinging at you.
1: I still have a scar from it. <laughs> a scar? Jesus. A, a, phys- a physical scar. It's right here on my thumb.
0: Oh, I was going to think you were going to say it was on your butt cheek. No. <laughs> I put my hand in the way. Oh, she, she just fucking, <laughs> like the Chonklin <laughs> shit, just <laughs> swinging that shit fucking all over the place. <laughs> just, just flailing.
1: I'm like trying to get out of there, you
0: know? Right. Suspense sixty yeah. eight says show the scar. He thought it was on your butt cheek too. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. He's seen
0: it. It's right here on my thumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't know that's what it was from. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's funny. Yeah. So what do you guys got planned for your, for your whole quarantine trip right now? Your quarantine situation, you guys just working on bikes, you guys just fucking getting shit done.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, we're trying to get these bikes done, collecting parts. I got to pull her bike apart and uh, do this cam chest deal. And then uh, put this black bike together and uh, man, where's, if, if we don't have to be at home, we don't. We're not at home. We go do. We're always doing something. I, I'm not yeah. gonna let the quarantine stop me.
0: Yeah, I noticed that with so. you guys. You guys are always on the move.
1: Yeah, we're on the move like the lease is up. We're nomads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like the lease is up. Yeah, I'm I'm a homebody, big time, man. So I, you know, but if we're not doing shows and stuff like that, then I'm 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 at home. I, you know, I'm either at home or the shop right now. You know what I mean? I I could live at my shop if I was allowed to, but my my wife don't want to live here. <laughs>
1: No, that if you put in a shower, you'd be all right. Some Succulents should be good,
0: right? She and she likes succulents, man. She loves those plants, so <laughs> that, that may work out for us. But yeah, I, it's yeah. I've always uh, I know, had like a dream, I guess, of living in a shop. You know, um, some friends of mine, uh, uh, Cosmic Joe, um, they live in their shop, and it's they like converted the front part of it to like kind of like a house. So it's got a bedroom a bathroom, you know, with a shower, a kitchen, like a full situation. You know what I mean? And then the shop is in the back and it's not huge or nothing. It's just perfect amount to live. You know what I mean? But it's uh a... it's yeah. rad, you know, it's in Santa Ana. It's really cool. And it's like kind of everybody in the plaza, because there's multiple shops, just like my shop is, you know, it's like rows of shops and everybody in the plaza kind of lives in their shops. So they close the main gate and they'll let the dogs out and run around. And you know what I mean? So it's almost this little like, oh, that's yeah, it's almost like this little community. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I've gone over there and like had dinner and stuff before, but, and Cosmic Joe is the one who built the giant van, drivable Vans shoes. So like you see it like born free and oh, stuff. Nice. Yeah. So he's the one who built yeah. those. So one time me and the kids went over there for, um, I don't. I think we just went over there to drive them. They're like, Oh, one of the van shoes has come back for some maintenance. You want to drive it? I'm like, fuck yeah, we do. So we ran over there, <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah. yeah. Drove it around and jump, you know, the kids are like <laughs> sitting on the front of the shoe and stuff. You know, we're driving around the complex. It was cool. You know, how many opportunities are you going to get to do that? You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. it's kind of weird. So, uh, my question to you is then, uh, when he was making dinner, was he preparing it in the shower kinda like Kramer was? And did he have a <laughs> did he have a <laughs> No You know, he's waffle stomping, he's waffle stomping the lettuce down, right? So he can shred it for the salad or oh, what? Oh <laughs>
0: no. No, it's full blown it's a full blown kitchen there. Mama over there, she cooks it up, man. I mean, like you'll get a rack of lamb or something like that when you go over there. It, it ain't no joke. Oh, wow. When you go eat over there, oh. It ain't no joke, you know what I mean? Um, oh
1: shoot. we're on our way then.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's some gourmet shit. Like, uh, I, it's it's hard to explain, but shit goes down over there, and then they'll they'll set up a big table in the shop, and you all eat in the shop. You know what I mean? But it's you, you if you're gonna go oh, over there dope. for dinner, shit's gonna get fucking real. Get live? Uh, I'm yeah. a
1: foodie, so I'm in.
0: Oh, you can you know I'm a foodie. What's up? What's up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like. There's a. You ever been a Taco Nato down there in SoCal?
0: No, I have not.
1: Okay, so if you get an opportunity to go to a Taco Natto, stop in there. The fish tacos are phenomenal. Really? We uh we we added it to the list of uh, food places so when we we're in SoCal, so we had it last weekend. But told my wife was like, hey, we're gonna go like you know 35 minutes south of Modesto. We're like pretty close to Taco Natto. It's only like four and a half hours away. Can we just drive down Saturday and go get some tacos? Yeah. And she's like, you're kidding, right? I'm like, I mean it's we're already 35 minutes down. What's another
0: four hours? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Right. (laughs) 45 minutes. What's another four hours? I mean, I mean, it's it's like that close, (laughs) right? But I guess when you're getting, you know, when it's, you know, when you're that close to something that you're usually so far from though, it's like, yeah, no, we could, we could do this, you know, but I see you guys, you guys don't, you guys do fucking full night drives and you're not sleeping and shit though. You guys are fucking crazy.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, Yeah. So, my motto when when traveling is always try to wake up where you want to be.
2: Oh yeah. I feel Why you. wake up on a
1: Saturday morning to drive eight hours.
2: Yep.
0: If
1: you can kill that on a Friday night and you wake up where you want to be and you got a couple hours of sleep, yep. you're doing better that day than if you, you know, driving the whole day. I feel so you. I was, you know, that's kind of always been my thing. It's just like, Hey, if we're, if we want to be in SoCal tomorrow morning, yep. we're going to leave today. Yeah. Whatever time it takes, you know?
0: Yep. Yep. No, I so feel we
1: did it. Yeah. We did that with our first Laughlin trip. Like yeah. we went to work, we got off work and drove down, got to Laughlin at like three o'clock in the morning, like barely slept in the car for a couple hours. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, did did our thing and then, uh, we were there for the weekend. So.
0: Yep. I, I feel you. I'm, I, I can, I think the last, uh, on the South Dakota trip we just did, I think my longest day was like 16 or 17 hours behind the wheel, which is a pretty fucking long yeah. day. But I can easily do 12s, no problem. And I've done it many times and I still do it all the time. But it's, man, on the way home, we, so we did, uh, you know, 12 plus hours day one, 17 hours day two. I said we went from Durango to Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So, and I was like, no, we're getting there. I'm not fucking stopping. So we got there like, it was like two or three in the morning, slept for a few hours, went to the dealership, handled the deal. And then we were like, I was like, man, let's try to get to, um, where are we going to go? Um, Utah, southern Utah. I forget the the city there. Um, but uh, so,
1: Like St. George or yeah, something? Yeah, there
0: you go, St. George. I, I was like, let's try to get to St. George today. And, man, I don't know what happened that day. Everything just seemed to go so slow. You know, like we had to go all the way through South yeah. Dakota. We had to go all the way through Wyoming. Like, you know, we're going long, you know, east to west through yeah. the states and shit, you know? And it's like... We made it to Casper, Wyoming and it was like 9 PM and it's like, okay, if maybe we can make it to like this, um, this city in Wyoming and it was like another fucking five or six hours and I'm like, we can sleep for like two hours and then, but then the whole next day we would have this still a long ass drive. We were trying to get home Sunday night and I'm like, fuck it. We just pulled the plug. We got a hotel in Casper, Wyoming. Had a decent night's sleep, actually, you know, like where we slept more than three hours. Like we got like five or six hours of sleep. And then we just fucking hit the road early in the morning and drove from Casper, Wyoming. We got all the way back home. And it really did. Oh, nice it helped that that day for, I guess it was so many consecutive days driving. Cause it was just nonstop. Like literally we went to that. We were at the dealership for two or three hours and boom, we were back on the road. It was just boom, 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 yeah. you know? So I think it definitely helped to just get a good night's sleep that night. But I'm, I'm kind of the same way. Like even after, um, uh, four corners this last year, you know, it, we packed up, I think what, 6 PM or something like that. I fucking loaded yeah. up and I fucking, I drove straight home. I got home at six in the morning. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going home. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was fucking, you know, it's that I, one, I hate driving at night. My, I don't know. It's my glasses or what, but it like fucks my vision up. yeah, Yeah. Same with me. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I hate driving. Like obviously the Sprinter van, if it's getting if it's windy or something, man, it just fucking wears you out, you know, because it's a it's a just a wind sail. So you're just being pushed all over the place. Yeah. And then you know just yeah. all those kind of factors. And, and then but that night driving kills me. I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. I don't want. I don't. And I don't like driving in the rain either. I can't see the. I can't see the road lines. It fucks me up.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm say. I'm gonna say. Especially if it's raining at night. Now you're now you're just, just fucked off, and you got oncoming traffic, and you're just like, oh, yeah. you're trying to jam down. You're like everything's a blur. Hope yeah. I'm going straight. I don't know. Right. Well, I'll know if I. I'll know if I hit something. Somebody will honk
0: <laughs> at me eventually.
1: <laughs> so, in in your Sprinter van, you don't have the anti sway. It does like it have, that. have the.
0: It only. It, okay. that, like the the uh, the wind fucking thing. Right. I forget. Yeah, but it has to really hit the fucking van. Like you'll feel uh, it. Okay. it the fir- I didn't even know anything about it. And then the first time it happened to me was like a year ago. And I was driving to Ontario from here to go to the machine shop and it was a windy ass day and I'm driving and, you know, fucking putting pushed all over the place, whatever. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but you know, it's just that little bit of fighting the whole time. It's just not, you know, if you could just sit there one yeah. finger and drive, you know, you're, it's you're not getting all wore right. out, but uh, yeah, all of a sudden, boom, it hit the fucking, uh, the, the wind hit the van and it like, I don't know. It must have a tilt sensor and it just hit it on that right spot. And then all of a sudden, like, the van will, like, slow and shit. Like, it's like traction control. And it's, uh, so it beeps and shit. It scared the shit out of me.
1: What it is, is it's, uh, it locks the ABS depending on which way the van goes.
0: Is that what it does?
1: So that's, that's, that's why you feel it. It's what it's doing is engaging the ABS to keep the van from swaying and to keep you from, like, over, kind of overcorrecting it. Yeah. So it'll, like, it it'll it'll grab it and like kind of pull it back the way that it wants it to go and it'll lock individual wheels depending on how much it needs.
0: That's it's crazy. pretty uh,
1: it's a pretty trick unit.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um they they maybe they should tell you that when you buy a sprinter.
1: You, you know. to read the manual. They put them in the glove box. It's not just for gloves.
0: <laughs> I just keep that with I thought the cops would want to see that if I get pulled over.
1: <laughs> That's you don't think you do know use that for, right? you get stuck on the side of the road, and there's no toll paper.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> I should sell mine right now. Yeah. It's probably worth some money. A lot of pages in there. It's
1: probably probably
0: super mint yeah it is definitely i i still don't even know um like the air conditioning like controls you know like it has like the different vents you know with the turning thing and it just has like weird yeah. arrows on ours it doesn't say anything i still have no idea what those arrows mean i just turn it to so i feel german right i find a
2: german
1: guy to explain that to you <laughs> right fuck
0: it's a it's i yeah. mean i like the van it's a cool van but um yeah i don't Nothing, you know, It's it, it seems like everything you do with that van's a pain in the ass. Like linking my phone to the stereo and shit, it's always a pain. It's, it took me two years to figure out how to do it like quickly. One time it took me four days yeah. to figure out how to hook my, my phone up. Oh, wow. John Oaks, what's up, my man? What's up, John? Four Corners Motorcycle Rally, let's go.
1: Yeah, buddy, I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, that might be the cool. only event that's going to happen this year.
1: I'm hoping. I, I feel, I'm hoping it happens.
0: I feel like every else, every other event's going to get canceled for some reason. I just have this—I have a feeling it this is, shit's going to last for a while.
1: Coronavirus has killed more events than people this year.
0: Yeah, right. It's uh, it's crazy. Yeah. John,
1: we've been i have been getting yeah. a
0: kick out of your uh, self-barbering quarantine barber life deal you've been doing. That's some funny shit.
1: Oh, oh my my favorite was the—I uh, don't know—it was like day number seven or something like that or eight when you look like he should have been solving mysteries of sherlock holmes <laughs> <laughs> he just had the big chops and then nothing in the middle you know like
0: oh, oh man
1: <laughs> like how, how you doing out there how's how's london going <laughs> right
0: if i started doing that with my facial hair I, i'd probably lose followers people oh. would fucking think i'm too ugly
1: yeah i was gonna wear my n95 mask today because i didn't <laughs> want you to lose followers listeners.
0: <laughs> i haven't i've had a beard um for well over like 10 years now i haven't even seen my own face in that long I probably wouldn't even I've been that mine for
1: 10 years too it looks, it's this coming in thick man it's coming in thick yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. yeah I don't know
1: for whatever it is yeah it's, it's, I, can't, I can't grow facial hair like yeah body at my, best.
0: my mustache ain't the best I know that I, I wish I could grow a better mustache my beard gets alright but it fucking just fucks my skin up you know, I get so itchy and shit I'm just I'm kind of yeah. over it I'd like to just fucking get laser surgery and shave just be bald up here except I, I'll have eyebrows mm-hmm.
1: You got to use a conditioner on your beard.
0: I started like doing just that. Regular,
1: sh- like shampoo, like when you're in the shower, just bring the conditioner down into your beard and it'll make yep. it nice and
0: soft. Well, I don't see. I don't have yeah, hair right. anyway, so I don't shampoo my head or use conditioner.
1: So, oh okay, yeah. I think that's see, where the
0: downfall got, is. I, yeah,
1: I got a couple of follicles up there still. Yeah, I'm, pre- yeah. I'm pretty good. I'm, uh, you could grow a full didn't lose head. Any of his Yeah, hair. no, no. I'm watch, watch yeah. this.
0: See, shiny. It's oh, all, yeah. sh- it's all shiny right there. Look at that.
1: Yeah, the cul
0: de sac. Oh, big time, dude. Again, it goes deep. It's back here now. It's starting it looks like it looks like it's starting to come low here too. I wish it would just like just take it all out. Go get yeah. it all. I don't need this shit anymore. I've been I started going bald when I was 19 years old. So I've had a shaved yeah. head since I was 17 years old. You know what I mean? Like at, at this point in life, yeah. I'm 38. I'll be 38 this year. I wouldn't even know what kind of haircut to have if I could grow hair tomorrow. I, I would just end up shaving it anyways
1: yeah i just I, I do the same like i just recently had my let my hair grow out and it was getting there and i was like man it's not as thick as it was last year and it was just looking kind of shabby and i just i'm like mixed so my hair turns into like a twa you know like a teeny weeny afro <laughs> and that's about it and then and then i can't do anything with it if i don't do any products with it it just pushes out and then so yeah but i'll never i don't think i'll ever like end up losing my hair my dad went through uh chemotherapy when he had cancer yeah and never lost never lost any hair my mom's black so you know black people don't ever lose really lose their hair
2: no
0: nope. you know? so yeah i see i, yeah, I always I think, I heard, heard though. Right. i heard it comes from your mom's dad though the the, the bald gene
1: i don't know he, he passed away when i was like yeah. two or three years old. So I don't, I never met him. So yeah. I don't
0: know. So my, my mom's dad was pretty, his hair was pretty thin. He held on to for his whole life, but you know, it was like that, that old yeah. man where you just had like a little bit here and you know, you're still combing it, but there's oh, okay. r- you really just, you should just be shaving it, you know? But, uh, right. you know, cause like my, my dad, he's got a full head of hair still, but not me. My, I'm, I'm dead. My son though, my, I don't know. My son's gonna be hit or miss. He's got a lot of hair, you know, he's, he's, he's gonna be 14. So it's not, he he hopefully doesn't have experience this yet, but he's got a lot of, he's a hairy little kid as it is. Like his arms got a lot of hair on his arms. Like me, I'm not that hairy as it is. Like my arms don't have a lot of hair on them and stuff. You know, I'm not a hairy person. So, but my son, he's got long hair right now. We'll see. We'll we'll find out in three years, huh? Yeah. Right. It's coming up. It's coming up. That that mark is coming, man. That's the worst dude. You know. That's why I'm always wearing a hat or something like that on my head. Cause cause I'm, I'm a bald fuck.
1: I just try to cover my face as best I can.
0: Just hide it. You don't. You're you're pretty guy, yeah, man. You're a pretty guy. You got you got it.
1: I don't know, man. You're like, oh, hey, let's do a live podcast. I'm like, God damn it, I got the perfect face for radio, but
0: I don't know about video. <laughs> hey, me too, man. You know, fuck it. That's what it's all about. You know. Um, yeah. But you just, you know, and you're there. You just don't give a fuck what anybody thinks anymore. You know, we're we're all we're all old people now. You know, we can't we can't keep going on in life. I'm, I'm not old. I'm seasoned. Yeah, there veteran. you go. That's what Terry just said, huh? Terry, Spit Shine. Yeah. Like seasoned. Yep. So, oh, you, and you're, you're aren't you involved in the Spit Shine deal as well?
1: I am the Northern California distributor for Spit Shine. So, oh. I, I, I do, I, I talked talk to Terry. We got linked up last year. And I was like, hey, I'll do anything like north of uh, the grapevine because, you know, unless you want to come up. And he's like, that's fine because, you know, I like, he's, he's big in the SoCal scene and everybody, everything yeah. around there. And, you know, so. We got linked up, and uh, you know I've been doing my thing up here and trying to trying to get it rolling. It's not as big up here as it is down there. Yeah, but we also don't have as many events. So I've been talking to you know a few, I got I'm in at a couple of dealers. Yep. Talking to a few shops about getting the product in, but this virus thing kind of killed everything because you can't really go out.
0: No, no, yep, for sure. Um, yeah, you uh, guys don't have. I mean, you have the NorCal Swap that uh that Auto uh, and Hater put on out there, but but besides that, yeah. you guys don't really have a whole bunch going on. Um, as far as like we do down here south, huh?
1: No, you guys have a swap like every month. We, we we're we're up to six now
0: a year. Yeah, it's so, good though. Better than a few years ago when you had zero, right?
1: Well, right. But the, the only problem is every weekend if I was, I'm like, oh man, I'm, I'm just for the swap. I'm just for the swap. And like it will be like three months out, and then like the weekend I was like something else comes up, and I'll be in SoCal or, or Oregon or Arizona or somewhere somewhere other than where the swap's happening yeah. at,
0: on that day. Yep, yep. So I'm I'm and you know yeah. I I think a uh, SoCal folks like me I take our swap for granted sometimes, you know, and I, I always have my spot. I pay for my spot for like six months at a time. Um, and then I'll, yeah. i I maybe go twice out of that six months. And, uh, you we, know, we
1: just went down to the, to the one in February, I believe. Yeah. We I were, seen you guys uh, down there. Yeah. We went up to, well, we were at, Je- so that's another all night trip. So we were, uh, that Saturday, I don't remember what happened all together, but we ended up at the, uh, at Jessup stream rides for the, uh, for a bike night. Yep we were over there and uh we were talking to our buddy Slomo Joe and, and Josh and uh we were like oh we we're talking we we're like, oh yeah the swap's tomorrow and then everybody's like, Oh yeah, like hey let's go to the swap. But we're like the last people in the parking lot at like nine thirty at night or something like that. And uh my buddy Joe had just picked up that new uh Indian the Challenger. So he's like, mm, I kinda didn't think about it, but I have nowhere to park my bike at my house. <laughs>
2: That's he's like awesome.
1: so if so if we go to the swap i can park it in your house tonight and and worry about this problem tomorrow when i get home <laughs> so we were like well okay cool it's like 9 30 all right well let's go to my house and then i think we parked the bike in the garage and we left out of here like 10 10 30 and got down there at i don't know three o'clock in the morning and just slept in the car and then waited for the gates to open and walked around and everybody's like oh man this is probably like the deadest swap ever yeah. and i'm like
0: I saw the really? pictures when you guys were there and like, I was like, Ooh, that's cause it like rained the night before or something.
1: Right. And everybody got scared. Cause it was like kind of still uh, moist out in the morning. Yeah. And like I
0: was like, right on. I don't like that kind of stuff, man. I'm, i you know, I'll be the first to admit, I, I ain't trying to go out in the rain and shit. I'll, I just want to, I've told people this before when it rains here and shit, I can wake up in the morning. I look out the, I look out my back patio, you know, I could see the clouds and the bullshit. And I'm just like, Fuck this, man. I'm just going to sit here, like, watch, binge watch Game of Thrones, drink coffee all day. You know, like, that sounds way funner than doing yeah. anything else. But I don't like being yeah, cold. Right. I, I, I hate being cold. So if I get cold, my whole, oh. all my fat gets cold and then my body just stays cold. I fucking can't warm up.
1: You just shut down.
0: Oh, fuck, dude. I've been there like this my whole life, man. <laughs> I used to work in like fab shops with no heaters and stuff, you know, and, and it'd be 30 degrees outside and I'm just a fucking, you know, a frozen cow fucking just dying, dude. Uh, it don't we, matter. We must be related.
1: I, I, I have two temperatures. I'm either extremely cold or I'm extremely hot. There's no yep. middle.
0: Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Like, you know. And in life, I'd yeah. rather be hot. I feel like it's easier for me to um, be hot and cool down than it is for me to be cold and heat up. Cause like in the summertime, I don't like a sweating. Don't even fucking care about it. It doesn't bother me one bit. And you can always jump in a swimming pool, but you can't jump right. in a fucking lava pool like that. That shit don't work out. The floor is lava. Yeah. Right. Exactly. If you oh, have a yeah. three-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't have a three-year-old no more. So don't worry about that shit. <laughs> But yeah. I, yeah me neither yeah my whole life though it's been like that man i just fucking have always hated you can, i just can't feel like i feel like you can't put enough clothes people are like oh you can always put more clothes on but then you know you're starting to look like that little fucking kid from a christmas store and shit trying to fucking <laughs> nerd, you know like fuck that dude i want to be able to like work on shit still
1: that's how i feel winter riding in california sometimes we're like damn it's gonna be 40 degrees and you're just out yep. there like I, I gotta get on the bike
0: yep i'm about ready to get all that electronic fucking clothing next year Fucking, you can plug it well, in. We you got the new
1: bike, at the, get, get some heated grips, that'll game changer right there for you. Yeah. Do
0: you have those?
1: Yeah. I've, no, but if your hands are warm, then everything else is okay. It, usually. Not, and your feet.
0: I, years ago, I bought this Dyna. I found this, uh, um, this guy was selling his Dyna. It was a 06 Dyna. I got it for 1500 bucks. And, uh, it had heated grips on it. And I remember when I bought it, it was in Fullerton. And I at that time I lived in Fullerton and I had my wife drop me off at the guy's house and I was just going to ride it home. And, uh, you know, it was kind of drizzly, you know, it was like a little sprinkly outside, but it, I didn't have any gloves. I just grabbed my helmet and I gave him the money and I took the bike and it had heated grips though. And it was like, I'm like, oh man, this is amazing. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I like to run cool grips though. They don't make any cool grips that are heated.
1: No, yeah, they're all like, you know, old bandy.
0: Yeah. So. We should just go all, go back to tassels and stuff. I'm going to get a jacket with tassels. I think. Yeah. You Fuck probably it.
1: pick one up at a, like a thrift store or something like that.
0: Right. You probably we'll could. will tell you
1: the jacket it, it comes with free COVID-19 though. Cause it's thrift store stuff.
0: Oh yeah. I wonder how that shit's going right now. <laughs> it's crazy to see how many businesses are just kind of like shut down. Even, uh, there's this bomb ass little taco spot right down the street from the shop right here. And there, it doesn't even look like they're doing carry out or nothing. They, it looks like they're just fucking shut down. And most of the restaurants I've oh, noticed wow. out here at least doing like takeout or, um, you know, delivery because of all the different delivery services. Uh, but that little spot looks yeah. like they just fucking closed the doors. I see signs on the window, but there's no lights and no nobody inside.
1: No, no. That's, uh, yeah, it's hard for a lot of companies and businesses and stuff like that, you know.
0: It definitely is. It's it's-
1: Going to be a lot of a uh, lot of lot of big changes. I so, think so.
0: When this is all over. Um, my wife drove by the honey baked ham store yesterday though, and she said there was a fucking line wrapped around the building still. And I'm like, oh wow, I didn't even know tomorrow was Easter. I fucking had no clue. I thought it was like later this month.
1: Oh yeah, like uh, I thought they usually happen at the end of
0: March. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I-, I wonder. I don't, if- I
1: don't. I don't have a little. I don't have little kids, so, like, so I don't really pay attention to, like, a lot of the holiday stuff, and, you know, my family's pretty small, so. Yeah. You know, i have like, my youngest is uh, just turned 13, but she lives with her mom, so.
0: Yeah.
2: And, you
1: know, with the quarantine deal, like, I, you know, I can't, you know.
0: Yep.
2: We're yeah,
1: to, we're not hanging out for Easter this year.
0: Yeah, same. I don't really do Easter anyways, any year. We're not. I'm not a big holiday person. So, but my kids are with their mom also, and with all this crap, I haven't. Uh, we kind of made a decision where they would just stay at the one household till all this shit's over. So, I haven't seen them in a little while. Yeah. Kind of sucks, man. That's like the. That's like that's the only thing I think where I am, at me personally am experiencing through this is like not being able to see my kids. Like I talk, I text them and stuff, and talk to them on the phone and whatever, but that's about it. It's kind of yeah weird, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. They keep calling it the new norm. This isn't fucking normal. Like this no. isn't the new norm. This isn't the way we're gonna be. Like, you know. I think we're calling gonna, it the new normal.
0: Yeah, I don't want this <laughs> to be normal. I don't. You know, I think we're gonna see. We are gonna see some long term effects. I have a feeling from this. Like, um, yeah. you know, this like. I, I, I have a, you know, I have my theories I don't, and there's no education behind them. So anybody who's like, you're dumb. Yeah, I am dumb. So, you know, that's okay. But I like, I have my theories where I'm like, even if like, say born free does happen this year, which I just have a feeling it's not going to, but, um, say like middle May, they're like, oh yeah, everything's good. Events are back. You know, we've killed the whole vibe. It's gone completely like, oh, everybody, you know, save the world. I feel like there's going to be long-term effects, I guess for people for a year or so that are like, uh, they don't, they're going to still be wearing face masks. They're still going to be wearing gloves and like being weird and awkward in public. You know what I mean? Like where they don't want, Yeah. you know, cause I try not to read into it too much. Um, but I'm all, I'm as, as social as I am and how you know, I talk to people all the time and stuff. I uh, deep down inside, I'm like an introvert, you know, and I just want to be like alone and and hang out, you know, by myself. So uh, I'm kind of like, I'm already like, Oh, Whoa, Whoa. You're too, you're in my personal space. Back up, back up, you know, like, but then at the same time you see your homies and you're like, Oh, what's up, you know? And you want to like give them a hug and shit. But then you're like, even if you do it in inside, you still are like, should I have done that? Like, this is weird now. You know what I mean? Like there's weird things going on mentally because of all the bullshit.
1: Yeah. Well, just, just think about this though, before this whole virus that pretty much every hand that you've ever shaken has had a penis in it.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Mine had a few penises yeah. in it today alone.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, so, you know, if you want to feel awkward after that, just remember that before this. Yep. Everybody's touched one.
0: Yep. That's very true. Yeah. Uh, Dynavlog. <laughs> What's up Dynavlog. How you doing, buddy? Oh yeah. We have created a shit ton, ton more germaphobes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, OG Renz, you heard what I said? I I know what you're laughing at, homie. Um but yeah, my <laughs> my my wife is like a germaphobe or you know, and I've kind of I'm a dirtbag, so I've kind of taken her from her germaphobe life and been like, "Nope, I'm a dirtbag, you're fucked." And like, you know, She's eased up since I've met her, but now I feel like she's just going right back. Like she got the whole shop on lockdown. Nobody's allowed here, you know, like, um, you know, she does only deliveries to the house as far as groceries right now. And then she's like cleaning all the bags and shit with like Lysol and shit. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, you know, I I mean, it doesn't affect me again. I, I just... I, I don't know. I look at the statistics and I look at the numbers um, every few days and it's uh, it's just weird, man. It's just weird. It's a it's a part of history that nobody has ever seen before. And, uh, no. you know, you hear certain shit. I mean, you can go deep into this conspiracy theory stuff, but just the little things that I've heard, like them accounting um, every death, no matter how the person died, to COVID-19 right. if they carried, you know, the agent or whatever they fucking call it. And it's like, but the, you have, you know, I, like this morning I looked up over 7,000 people a day die in the United States, uh, just normally, like just on a normal no. basis. Yeah. So how many, yeah. and then you're seeing these death tolls like rise like every day on CNN and, and, but how many of those people were in part of the original 7,500 plus people that die every day? Like, so what is our new all of them death rate per day. Like, is it, is it, is it 10,000 now? Or is it still only, you know, let's just say 8,000 and only adding a little 500 people or, you know what I mean? Like the numbers are getting so flip-flopped and fucked up. It's hard to to keep track with what's really going on.
2: Yeah. What's it
0: say? Uh, We can't do
1: handshakes after the quarantine. They're trying to kill off the handshakes.
0: Yeah, fuck that, man. That's how that's how men yeah. fucking greet, man. I'm I'm never getting rid of my handshake, either a handshake. And if I right. really know you, you get a good big hug. I'm a hugger. I don't give there a fuck. Go. Yeah, that's yep. I don't. It's gonna be a weird. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be, uh, because it's not killing the numbers that are you're stating. They are stating. Yeah, I don't I don't believe it is either. And even if it is, it's still such a small. Yep. It's a a scary number, but it's a small population, a small percentage of the greater population. And again, I think we're just scratching the surface on what's going to happen, but it's weird shit, man. Heather Voodoo. Yup. Yeah. Yep. When typical it's success to be a secondary factor of death. I worked the morgue for years before I was a deputy retired. Yeah. So see, um, it's gonna, it's, it's, it's misconstrued then. Yep. Yeah. Shake hands. Yeah. I do give the best hugs. Renz, you know, I got one for you, homie. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. It's so a, hugs, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've always been a hugger, man. Like it just, uh, you know, that's love right there. You know, I got love for my people. It's it's, it's straight up. You know, if yep. we're, if we're not allowed to hug, fuck, I ran out of coffee. If we're not allowed to hug, then what are we doing? You know?
1: Vince, get the coffee. Vince. Vince.
0: I don't think he's here. God damn it. Damn. He's
1: probably quarantined.
0: Yep. It's quarantine Vince. Heather Voodoo. It's supposed to state pneumonia secondary cause influenza. It's just the government trying to cover their ass. It's bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's co no, yeah. conspiracy.
0: Yeah. And then you see, you know. Uh, it, it's, it's hard because it seems to be the, just the topic of conversation everywhere. But, you know, I think talking about it brings, uh, more facts to life and, and maybe tries to take away some of the fear that are being, uh, being pushed onto people by the media. But it, you see like all the crazy shit from the government trying to pass all these bills and it has all this like extra stuff in it. Like that doesn't have anything to do with what we're facing right now. It's like, Why? you know, I'm not a political person okay. again, but I don't just don't understand. Like what the fuck people?
1: It's, it's part of their agenda. If they can cover up what they're doing behind the scenes with something else. Yeah. There you go.
0: Yeah. You we know, so, yeah. we so. need a revolution. We need a revolution. Well, one of the things we need to do, I, and I've, I've, been a strong believer in this for a long time, you know, the amount of money that these politicians make, and then they make it for life and shit, you know, fuck that. It's so that, so they're making a politician or, or, you know, these high positions, a financial gain like that. You need to put people in there that actually want to make a change. And it's not about making money. You know what I mean? That would be a big deal for our I, country.
1: I think everybody kind of starts out that way. Every, you know, or Most people, they start out like, Hey, I want to make this change and then they see how much money they can make. And then, you know, envelopes start getting slid under the table and then it's yeah. like, Oh shit, I can do this for this. And if I help this guy, then I can get that. It's like the, kind of the same deal. And then they all just go corrupt. Yeah. But, uh, you see, what's OG Ren saying? Uh, Cali's doing better. They think the Rona's been in California since last year. They think we have developed an immunity. I'm pretty sure I had that shit probably I, in January. I was dude. sick when I went to Vegas, and it was like it was pretty horrible. But I mean, fuck it, we just drank it away. And uh, yeah. you were out, you out there know, spreading it. That buddy? means
0: you're a, you're a contributor now.
1: You're possibly con- that's yeah. why it's shut down. That's why yeah. Holden Google yeah. ride bicycles on the sidewalk. Right. You're, a, you're a, welcome, a, Holden. You're a Rona influencer.
0: <laughs> you went out and spread that shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Run <of> influenza. <laughs> I know if, if I that's well water
0: as a kid. Right? Oh hose water my whole life, man. I'm immune. Yeah. Um, I'm a, I'm I wouldn't immune. doubt it though. I tell you, last year I like December ish, I got sick as fuck. I was laid out. Um I get sick every year, like the, the weather change, you know. But I got super yeah. sick like in December and I was just laid out on the couch for like a fucking week. Didn't come to the shop, nothing. I was just fucking done. So, I mean, I didn't feel like any kind of respiratory or anything like that, but I mean, I did get sick as fuck and my whole body was just like, fuck you. And, uh, you know, laid me yeah. out. And, uh, so, I mean, I may, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not a, one of those people that go to the doctor a whole lot or anything like that, you know? So, um, yeah, it is what it is, I guess, you know, but those, it, guys,
1: those guys are all quacks. That's why they call what they do a practice. There's no right? professional doctors, right? You know, I went, I went a couple of years ago because my ankle popped getting on the bike. I was standing it up and something popped in my ankle and it's still fucked up. And this was two years ago. Uh-huh. I go to the doctor and I'm like, Hey, what's wrong with it? He's like, Oh, I don't know. Nothing's really wrong with it. Go downstairs and take some x-rays. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go downstairs and they're like, Oh yeah, it's like another hundred dollars for a copay. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just let it go. Yeah. And now every, every once in a while it'll pop a couple extra times and it hasn't fallen off yet. So I'm good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My, my wife has like the yeah. same issue. She's got a fucked up ankle from a, from a punk rock concert. She got stomped on in the pit and then, uh, every, every once in a while it just pops out on her like that. And she's in the same thing though. She's gone to the doctor and there's like one time they made her wear like a space boot, you know? And it was fucking, yeah. uh, it was funny cause we were just talking shit to her, but you know, it's really never been fixed. It's like, uh, what are you guys here for then? What's the fucking point?
1: Yeah. But not much, not much of anything. just so <laughs> collect a paycheck and get paid from big pharma.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that maybe that's what's going on here. I mean, what if a big pharma is just fucking unleashing shit so we have to buy fucking pills and stuff?
1: Well, <sighs> they make their money by treating, not curing. That's why there's no there ever going to be a cure for cancer, No, there never yeah. be a cure for AIDS because they they can build a shit out of insurance companies and people to try to treat it yeah. or suppress it, but they're never going to come up with a cure for it. I'm sorry, my dad died of cancer; he was all messed up, and. There's nothing they can do for it. You know, this last minute he's on his deathbed and they're like, Oh, we got to do this emergency emergency surgery. Yeah. I'm like, cool. So you guys can build the insurance company, whatever you got to do, man. Bottom him an extra three days, whatever. Yeah. Wow. You know? And it was, it was all, a, it was all, a, it was all, it's all just a hoax. Yeah. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's, that's some, that's sad, man. That's scary shit. Did you see that documentary on Netflix about the Oxycontin shit? No. Oh, uh, there's a documentary on there about like the whole, um, pharma fucking brand of that shit you know and people like the oxycotton boom of people just writing prescriptions and shit it's pretty fucking wild dude
1: yeah a buddy of mine died like that he, he uh the doctor's prescribed him some painkillers and this and that and he was combining that and some alcohol and went to sleep one night and didn't wake up and yep. it's in eight years now
0: yeah that's oh. wild man that sucks i've had some people do uh similar things but i guess at the same time best way to go if you're in your sleep and not fucking wake up you know fucking just
1: yeah but not when you're not when you're 30 years old no you know? definitely
0: not man i've got I, I remember people in their 20s doing shit you know and fucking uh yeah you know gone man i mean it wasn't it, you know it's a it's a shame it is a shame every time but wild shit sometimes yes. dude uh I don't know. I've, I've, my addictive personality only goes as far as motorcycles and cars, you know, yeah. everything else I mean, I've ever done in my life. It was like never something I, like even when, you know, the little bit of drugs that I've dabbled into, you know, is never anything where I'm like, I have to have, you know, I never had that like fixation, I guess, you know, um, there's been things yeah. I've enjoyed, but it's like, ah, uh, it, when it runs its course, I'm like, yeah, I'm over it now. I don't want to do it anymore. You know?
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm like the same way, you know, there's, you know, I'll be like, oh yeah, okay, this is cool, but I don't, I don't need it. You know, I used to I chew tobacco for a while, and I was like, I got to the end of a can one day, and I was like, I'm not going to buy anymore after this. And I took my last dip, and I threw the can away, and that was it. And it's been yeah. like three years now, and I
0: was like, that's good, good for whatever. you. Whatever. <laughs> that's one of the only things I miss in life is a chewing tobacco. Yeah, I quit. I think um, I, I think most of the go for it.
1: Most of the reason I did it was because I was bored. I think it was just out of boredom. Oh like, yeah. Oh, I need something to do. So spitting every 10 seconds, you know, with something to do, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I mean, I've been, I've been nicotine free, I think going on like five or six years now. And, but I started my nicotine journey when I was like 11, 12 years old, um, in sixth grade. Oh, okay. So I've, you know, it's, it was a long part of my life, uh, smoking cigarettes, uh, chewing tobacco for the last like 10 years before I quit. Um, and that's I, I miss chewing tobacco more than cigarettes. Um, I just the taste that every the fixation, you know. Um, but yeah. but I'm good. I, I have I can't I I don't I can be around cigarettes and stuff. It's not a big deal. And I can drink and not have to like get you know. That's usually the hardest part because even sometimes when I get real shitty, like if I, I don't drink very much anymore, but when I do drink and I'll get fucking super wasted, I'll be like, ah, man, a cigarette sounds real good right now. Even though I know it really doesn't, it's just that, that link, you know, you always have those links to the things. Um, When I quit, I remember three months after I quit, the biggest test was going to Vegas because, you know, drinking in Vegas and you're chain smoking, it's uh, hand in hand. And I went to Vegas and I didn't have one cigarette. I was like, I guess I'm cured. But that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's always been a. That was one of my. You know that and food. Now I just got to get kick my food addiction. I guess I'm addicted to food.
1: Yeah, but that's okay, man. Because I mean, without food, you're gonna die. So you know.
0: Yeah, I just need to probably make get, get healthier food.
1: Uh, eh. Maybe cut out red meat. <laughs> I would say I would say probably maybe cut out red meat a little bit. Like yeah, I less, have less than the amount of red meat that you actually eat, and yep. then everything else is fine. And then add more vegetables because you can get protein from vegetables. You'll be yeah. alright.
0: Hi, Gavin, my son. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, kid. yeah I, I actually have been doing more and more, uh, less and less red meat, actually. I think I've been doing red meat, like, maybe only once a week now. Um, doing a lot yeah. of chicken. I think last night we might have had soy rizo or soy um, something or other. I don't know. My wife cooks for us, and I don't know what the fuck she makes. She just makes dinner oh, yeah, and I yeah. eat it. Yeah,
1: well, when you can go, Chipotle, they have, like, a
0: sofritos or whatever. Uh-huh. This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is brought to you by our friends at SNS Cycle. At SNS Cycle, proven performance is not some sort of empty slogan or marketing catchphrase, but a way of thinking, a mantra, and something we've practiced every day of every week for over 6 decades. That is designed manufactured and tested in the heartland of america whether it's on the road or off the beaten path sns cycle is the first choice in power sports performance yeah you know it's funny though is i um i fucking hate chipotle hate it no I've been there twice in my life and both times, like the one time I'll blame myself, like it was my first time. So you're going to go all out. You know, when you live the lifestyle I live, which is the thick lifestyle, you're going to go all out with what you get. Right. So I got a burrito that was like, brah, you know, full of fucking shit yeah. and stuff, you know, and, and it made me sick as fuck. And man, uh I swear the next time I think I just got like a quesadilla and I still, man, I did not, did not fucking dig it.
1: No, it's all right. I'm not, we're not, I'm not big on chain food restaurants and stuff like that because yeah. Ivy cooks really well. So it's like, she spoiled me. Like, I'm like, man, we can go out to get something to eat, but like you can make something that's so much better and a lot cheaper. Definitely. You know, so I like kind of guilt her in, she likes to cook. So, but oh, yeah. once in a while when she doesn't feel like it, I'm like, whatever you want, just pick something. Yep, yep. And then like four hours, four hours later we'll actually go eat when she picks <laughs> something or right. I pick something and then so, just go there.
0: I'm in the same situation with that. <laughs> Um, Heather voodoo asked what's the best saddlebags and I'll tell you my experience and, and, and Victor can tell you his experience, but in my experience, there's no better saddlebag than leather pros. And I've had, um, almost every other bag out there. And I always end up going back to leather pros because they're quick detach and they expand twice their size. You can fit so much camping shit in them. I've camped out of them a million times.
1: Yep, nope, uh, I'm going to agree with you on that one. Yeah. I mean, I've got a bagger, so I, I have hard bags, and then we just put some small FXRP bags on Ivy's bike. But- yep. That's not for long travel. You no. know, in this dino I'll probably end up getting some leather pros on there. Yep. If we're going to, if I decide to keep the bike, or we're going to do anything long, but leather pros will hold more than a standard, uh hard bag from anybody baggers or whatever.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I've had so defender bags. I've, traveling. I've, I've had clamshells. I've had everything. And, and man, I always end up back at leather pros. And now I just do leather pros at the beginning. I don't even uh, go back and forth anymore. Yeah.
1: Not even a second second thought. It's just a leather pro. They look really good too, on any of the bikes, even the soft tails and all that
0: oh, other yeah. stuff. Though. All of them. All of them, man. They, they look great, you know. And and they just function so well. Like when I travel to Vegas and stuff, you know, I pack my leather pros and then I just disconnect them from my bike and I walk in with them as they're my suitcases, you know? It makes life just so yeah. easier when you're traveling. And then again, the uh, you know, can't they, they expand so large for camping and shit like that. I mean, I fit almost everything like tent, everything in my, in my leather pros.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have the drop-ins for my hard bags from Harley. So yep. like, I'll just, whatever fits in there is what goes on the trip. So yep. usually I will get one bag and I'll get the other and we drop them in. And that's all, that's all we can take. There you go. I don't like to pack extra shit on the back of the no. bike and this and that. Like I just, no, if you, I can't make it look stock and functional. Yeah. I don't want it.
0: You know, let's truth be told. You still got to look good when you're going riding camp and shit. You know, like I don't That's, want a bunch of shit all strapped yeah. down to my bike.
1: Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, well, I don't, I don't, use, I don't do a lot of bike camping. If I do regular camping, then like we load up a full car full of shit. Like we'll pretty much just take everything in the house. Yeah. And then like, and then we go camping that way. Like I, I'm not like a minimalist when it comes to that. I got to have like four pairs of shoes with me. <laughs> I don't know why. Seventeen different hats, yeah, forty-seven shirts, and if right. I don't have a hundred pair of underwear for two-day weekend, then I—I I, I failed myself,
0: right? <laughs> we just recently got a motorhome for uh, this. I mean, well, we bought the motorhome for this year's show season, which is um, kind of failed us, but so now we have a motorhome, which is a really weird situation because now you feel like uh, I feel I mean, the motorhome made me feel like I'm an adult now. I've never apparently i never felt like I was an adult until you have a motorhome, um. But yeah. so now it's kind of nice though. Like when we did battle of the Creek in, in, um Phoenix, we were able to just take, I took my, I brought about my trailer with the bikes and then all of our setup and the dogs and the motorhome. like we brought the whole family out, you know, and you have everything you need yeah. and you're just, we pack it full of groceries. We're self-contained the whole time. And so it's pretty cool. Actually. I, I've, enjo- I've been enjoying it, you know?
1: Yeah, no, that's, that's awesome. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, that's me. I'll, I'll, I'll motorhome camp before I want to tent camp, but yeah, you know, I I'll, we tent camp because we don't have a motorhome, so yeah, it works out.
0: I'm over tent camping. I feel like I've done my time sleeping in the dirt. Like I used to do it a bunch on like the choppers and stuff, and my back just don't really like it that much anymore.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know. I'm opposite of you, I guess, in the germ area. Like I'm kind of a germaphobe, but or I'm a germo... Phobish,
0: uh-huh.
2: but
1: I gotta have a shower every day. And If I can't have a shower, like a decent shower every day, then my day sucks. Like I don't want to do anything. Oh yeah, just sit on the
0: couch then. Oh, not me. I've yeah. you know, I'll, I'll, if when we used to do the chopper stuff, you know, you go a few days without showering for sure, and just riding miles every day, sleeping in the dirt, fucking. I've had times where I'm too drunk to even put the tent up, and I sleep just on top of the tent itself, you know, on the floor, <laughs> like you know, retarded <laughs> shit, just man. go down
1: on the ground and just lay yeah. on top you don't even take the 10 sticks anymore now, huh? No. You're like, man, I can, I lighten the load. I'll never forget this
0: one <laughs> trip. Um, it was Kernville a few years ago, the Biltwell Kernville trip. And, uh, I had, you, you, have you seen those things on, they, they were, they were real big on Instagram, like the commercials a few years ago. And it was like these, they look like a giant vagina and it's like you, you swing it in the air and you fill it with air. And it's like this weird little hammock thing you lay on. Right. Oh yeah. 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 looks like I, so I have a, a giant, I had I could see it right there. It's called a lay bag. So I have one of those. Right. And that was one of my things. I took a tent in that lay bag and then I got, I, I got there and I proceeded to just get fucking annihilated. And so I think I went to sleep at like five in the morning or something like that. Right. We just fucking were partying all night, you know, um, may have been some illegal substances and things like that. And I had to set it up. So, you know, now I'm fucking wasted, like eh, fucking swinging this thing in the fucking air, trying to get this giant vagina to fill up with air. And then I don't know how well it was at all, but I remember just like kind of plopping down into it. And I woke up with Lisa from chop cult walking past me saying, is that guy sleeping in a trash bag? (laughs) Because I'm just like, by that time air had leaked out and I'm just laying on the floor and the remaining air is just surrounding around me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, that's what woke me up. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it was, uh, 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 I haven't used it since then though. It's a nice little piece actually when you do it right, but don't do it when you're fucking, you know, tits up fucking, you know, five in the morning, just annihilated.
1: Camping rule number one, set up your tent, your sleeping area before you do anything else.
0: Big time, big time. (laughs) You know, funny, you know, I know these rules too. And I just a a glutton for punishment, I guess, you know, didn't, didn't, didn't apply that day. No, not apply. No. You know, once you see people, you know, you're, you're so excited to get places sometimes and then you see your friends and the next thing you know, it's like doof, 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 doof. And you're just, yeah, yeah. I'll do that shit later, brother. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah, not worry about sleeping now.
0: <laughs> yup. What is uh? What is? I can't even read that name. Bearded and opinionated. Bearded and opinionated. There we go. Yeah, I'm all about Prescott. I love that area. A Prescott. If you gotta call it Prescott, you call it Prescott. They know you're Prescott. not from there. That's that's the oh, Prescott. That's, yeah, Prescott. That's the word on the street at least. I was just out that way yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Actually, I bought a few bikes out there in Prescott and uh, Skull Valley. That's where I want to end up. Skull Valley. One day.
1: Yeah, I got a, I got a buddy that, that moved out there a few years ago, and he's got property out there and he's building guns and doing stuff. He's got a – he's fully licensed and all that stuff, so
2: he's –
0: Yeah.
1: Weird. Yeah, I got to get out there and go see him and uh, shoot some stuff in the desert, I guess.
0: There you go. It's a Man, it's a bitchin' area. It's beautiful out there because it's, like, not – like, where Flagstaff's, like, kind of super high up, you know, and, like, fucking hails on you all of a sudden, snow and bullshit, you know? Like, Prescott's just, like, that perfect middle ground where it's not – the fucking desert desert, but it's not the fucking forest. You know, it's like that. I don't know. I just, yeah. I like that area. Big, big time Chino Valley, like all that fucking area. And, uh, I don't know. Well, one day maybe we'll end up out there, but I'll tell you when I was going, I've, so when I went to get my road glide in, in South Dakota, I went through more States in that one four day trip than I'd ever really been to in my entire life. So, wow. um, I tell you Wyoming, Ooh, man, that place is beautiful. I could, I could fucking hang out there for a while. I tell you on like 10, 15, 20,000 acres or something, you know, just fucking right. no neighbors, just shooting guns off when you wake up in the morning. Like, fuck, uh, I love it. You know, <laughs> you're like, you're, you're like porch pop, yep, yep, exactly, exact. <laughs> like pop, pop. Yep. exactly. We exactly. were Our GPS took us to the crate through like the craziest back roads in Nebraska when we were cutting through Nebraska. And it was like, why the fuck are we? We were literally, it was like midnight in the middle of fucking nowhere, Nebraska, on a on a just a single like you know or two lane you know one lane that way, one lane this way type road. And with, you hadn't seen another car or a building or a gas station in hundreds of miles at this point. So it's just the middle of fucking nowhere, in Nebraska, right? And I get out to take a piss at one point and I'm just like, eh, fuck it, desk pop, start shooting the gun off in the middle. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> there's nobody out here, you know? But right. All,
1: all of a sudden, three sheriffs come out of the woods f- and set
0: a fucking. Dude, literally <laughs> pushing you, games on you? You there's just nothing, man. And I and I'm like, I would like to go back through there during the day to see if there actually was anything, but I think it was just absolute nothing, dude. It was just nothingness. More than more than likely. Yeah. And I was yeah. just, I would expect I was expecting more like children of the corn type fucking cornfields, fucking, you know, scary shit.
1: Yeah. But you got to watch out for those rural areas.
0: Yeah. You know, but it, even when we went through like the small towns, like, cause it would some, every once in a while you'd pop on this like small, you know, it was like, reminded me like footloose and shit. You'd probably this little small town and fucking, uh, there wouldn't even be a gas station open. Like nothing. I'm like, God, if we rode motorcycles this way, we would be running out of gas on the side of the fucking road somewhere. You know, it was the yeah, weirdest.
1: You got to carry the little, the cans. Yeah, you have
0: extra. It was just a weird route for G, like the GPS to take us. Like I just thought, like how stupid is this? You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, you know, because because at one point we were with like big rigs, and then the GPS is like, no, turn right, and I'm like, okay. And the big rigs kept going on this, you know, I whatever the fuck interstate, you know, and we turn into yeah. a fucking you know the barrens, of wasteland and shit, you know, in the middle of the night where there's not even a moon out. Yeah but Crazy. yeah, it was, it was wild, man. I don't, I don't know. It was, it was a cool journey though. It was a really cool trip. We got to see the um Mount Rushmore. Have you ever seen Mount Rushmore?
1: Never been up there. No.
0: Yeah. yeah that was a kind of interesting, man. It was kind of weird being able to see it. Like, you know, you always, you know, for 30 some odd years now you see it in like books on TV, like on the yeah. internet, but seeing it in person, it was kind of cool. Yeah. It was neat. Yeah. But again, there that was Great. like right in the beginning of the quarantine. So you go there and there was a, uh, there was like nobody there. They weren't even charging you to go in because they have, you know, the gates. It's a the national parks. You got to pay to park or whatever. Then nobody there. They were like, eh, "Yeah, coronavirus fucking roll on through. And there was barely, I mean, there was people yep. there, but like barely. It was weird.
1: Go- government's like, oh, we're, we're not getting paid. We
0: out. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's where I, so I shut a, down. Yep. I have a, that's why I have a hard time, like understanding what's really going on. Like what's the, you know, what is really happening with all this shit? Because there's so much stuff not making money that would be paying the government. I mean, even just taxes, you know what I mean? It's a, uh, it's hard right. to figure out like, what is, is, is this real? What's really happening? Is there, is there an ulterior motive, you know, or, or what, you know I mean? There's, you can go so deep in the rabbit hole of shit right now. It's hard to figure out.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got to be hectic because, you know, you got all these casinos in Vegas that aren't making any money. So are they going to get some sort of billion-dollar kickback each yeah. when they open up or what? Like, yep. think about all the money that they're losing. And when they, you know, when the government says, hey, you guys got to shut down, they're getting something on the back end for them to not all band together and stand up and go, what the fuck? Yeah. You I, know? I, and
0: that, and that like, right there alone, it says it to me, like Las Vegas right there. I mean, that's millions of dollars every day. Millions.
1: Like... Every like hundreds of millions of dollars yeah. every day. Yeah, wild. wild. Between all those casinos and nobody, nobody's blinking an eye. Nobody's none of these casino owners are saying nothing. Where's Terry Benedict at?
2: Yeah, you know he's got to say something. Yeah,
1: right.
0: <laughs> I, what do you, you know? I, I think we're going to see a big uh, uh, increase of population though after all this because everybody's stuck home. There ain't much to do. Everybody just. I be... think more divorce. I think more divorces than kids. We're gonna see, kid, see kids we're gonna see kids product of the divorces, I'll tell you right now. You know. <laughs> Shoot, we, probably
1: even, we probably won't even see the kids. Right. We're gonna everybody's every, gonna be we're coming we're out of quarantine, they're like, damn, your kid's fourteen years old already.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's nine new. months later. Here's the, here's the new one right here. Um, yeah. did yeah. I've, like, I've you heard, have
1: that before the quarantine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've heard some people are actually getting, getting these stimulus checks already. Have you guys seen anything like that?
1: Uh no, I haven't seen any stimulus check or anything it's not really a stimulus check it's like it's like hey
0: yeah. here's this
1: money that here's this money that we just borrowed from you guys but don't worry we're gonna tax the shit out of you later yeah, right, for
0: it right but go
1: ahead and enjoy that 1200 bucks yeah yeah spend spend wisely
0: oh that's and that's a yeah, weird number I, who the fuck comes up with this yeah, shit? you know
1: they figure it's a, it's, a, it's a shut up amount it's like it's like buying your girl a, you know a ring and like oh hey we're gonna get married but it's really just a shut up ring you know what yeah. i mean like do you, we, we've been with you guys for four years you know like hey yeah. fuck you, we're out
0: do you think they're just testing us to figure out like a number to see what makes everybody happy 1200 bucks I mean
1: you offer anybody you offer anybody anything and they're gonna fucking for free and they're gonna take it but they're not looking at the big picture which is how much money are we? is it gonna cost us in the long run
0: yeah have you seen those like mortgage yeah. deferment fucking deals where it's like, a, Oh yeah. They're like, Oh yeah. yeah. Don't worry about paying your mortgage for the next four months. But on the fourth month, you have to pay all four months at once. So now your mortgage is $8,000 or whatever it may be. It's like, yeah. how I, the I,
2: f- I, what?
1: Yeah. That's definitely how it's going to work. And, and you know, these people are just, this is going to show you who, who the people that live off of credit, the American way, yep. and people that pay cash for everything. Yeah. Cause you know, the people that are paying cash for everything, they're still going to work every day and being essential. It's, these other people that live off these credit cards. Oh, well, we're good. We're good. And the other thing that tells you that we're going to be okay is they're like, oh, continue to shop, continue to to buy stuff, buy everything online, spend all this money. Yeah, that's what we want you to do. They're still making their money because they're getting collecting the taxes.
2: Yep, yep, yep. You know,
1: and you know, UPS, USPS says uh, they're going to shut down by September if they don't get any money from the government. They want seventy five billion dollars. What? Yeah. USPS is like, hey, if we don't get seventy-five billion dollars, we're gonna we're gonna have to shut down our facility by September. Why? So did, why do they the need money. seventy-five we
0: need billion it. dollars for? I don't know. Why do we need twelve hundred bucks? I don't it's need just it. A number. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even I don't think know. I'm gonna get it. Watch, I probably won't get shit.
1: Uh, you know, all these people are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm just gonna buy everything online now. I'm gonna buy everything. Well, Amazon's shutting down a lot of their their uh, their shipping stuff, third party. And then uh UPS and FedEx, those those facilities are not getting any cleaner. And you got hundreds of people a day touching your package before it gets to you. Oh and yeah. then you're just sitting by the front door waiting for it and you're just breathing in all the corona, COVID, whatever the hell's on it when it gets to your house. Yeah. As soon as you touch it, if there's anything on it, you're getting it. Yeah. People in U, uh, UPS facilities have died. Uh, I know people in FedEx facilities uh are getting it they're getting the they're getting the virus yeah i, I have hand knowledge on that
0: yeah well yeah you know, so our our usps so you guy stuff online yeah <laughs> our usps guy one day didn't show up and, and the next day he comes i'm like where the fuck were you and uh you know we had a big old stack of packages to go out you know and he's like uh oh somebody in our office got it so they shut it down for the day and cleaned everything and i'm like well fucking stay the fuck back from me guy don't get close like, <laughs> I
1: huh? like you're just just walk, just
0: walk out with two cans of lights. I'll just spray them right. right in the face. <laughs> right. i I we. Well, we used to help him load his truck, you know. And now I'm like, nah, nah, that's yeah. your job now, guy. I'll push them out the fucking door, you know. Like, kid, yeah. it's crazy. It is weird. I don't it's know. Weird. It, it's weird that they're what they're like claiming like to be essential or whatever. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. We're, we obviously haven't been dubbed anything. I'm not even. I. This is my shop, though. I can be here every day. I don't give a fuck, you know. National Guard can drag me out of here, like you know i'll do yeah. i'm gonna do what i want because it's, it's me and my wife you know and then and we have one employee so um if we have to he can work from home um but he's been fine he's been quarantining himself at home anyway so it's like we're always all around each other um yeah and so beyond that it's me and the wife so we're already quarantined together so we can come here work every fucking day i don't give a shit you know right yeah we're, we're here so. it's uh but it's weird man it's fucking weird i, I don't know it's uh I don't. I don't know what to do right now. I just hope it. Uh, it. Uh, it gets better, but there's there's a hard thing to say. You know, it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better anytime soon. I feel it's gonna get worse before it gets better.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. Is the next whatever the next wave it, you know, locks it down? Locks it down.
0: Yeah, but yeah. I don't it's, know. What? What? It, um, what did I see that? I mean, they, I've heard they're supposed to be finding people for not wearing masks and shit. Then
1: they should provide the mask for free. Then
0: Nah. they good, should have enough yeah.
1: masks to give every single person they should mail you one to your house with a box that's been touched by a hundred people that have COVID.
0: Yep. Yep. (laughs) Let's see. Sandhog three. I work on the uh, New York city aqueduct. The repairs we are doing are considered emergency, but they've been like that 20 fucking years. I mean, what are are they emergency? What are they worried about now? They worry about it's going to fucking break. I don't know. That's weird.
1: Whatever, whatever keeps them in place.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Right.
1: $1,000 fine for for not for not wearing a mask, Fun. supply the mask. Then, if you guys can't supply the mask, then you can't tell me you're going to find me for for not having one.
0: Yeah, I mean, because most people are just wearing. I mean, I got a bandana in my pocket in case I have to go anywhere, but that doesn't do anything. You know, it's a bandana. Oh, I have a
1: Glock in my pocket in case I need to shoot somebody that has it. <laughs> you just <laughs> you
0: walk in with your Glock like you just <laughs> no, I got it. <laughs> it's good, man. Yeah. Like you, 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 who has it? Yeah. All right. We're good now. We're right? good. Kill the uh, virus. I went to, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm limiting where I go and stuff like that, but I went to home Depot to either to pick up some shells for the warehouse. And, uh, it's funny, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to order online. They do the fucking curbside pickup and shit. Right. So I'm not going in at all. They'll, you know, Cause they got it like weirdly gated up in the front anyways. Like this weird kind of like corral now, you know, and you see a bunch of people walking with masks. So you pull into the curbside pickup and there's a, there's a big uh, billboard to call, you know, and let them know what stall you're in and your order number. I sit there and call it rings 45 fucking times. Nobody ever picks up. So I'm like, okay, I guess I got to go in. I go in, there's no line or anything, you know, the girls there are working, but you know, there's no line. And, um, I stand there and then the, and the phones ring, there's a phone right in the center of these things. And the girl it's ringing. And I watch the girl just come over there, pick it up and hang it back up. And I'm like, that's probably the curbside oh, pickup phone, you know? And then they give you yeah. a, a survey here, do this survey. And I haven't done it, but I'm like, man, maybe just do your Dude, fucking jobs that you guys are hey, r- promoting.
1: Just stand there, call the number and watch them do that. Oh, while I should have. Right. It.
0: Right. Yeah. I like, hey, should have. Hey, look at this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Here's your I'm, survey. I'm in
1: 95 certified though. So I'm, I'm good if I need to go outside.
0: Dang. I don't even, fuck. Like, am I got my in
1: that.
0: I don't have, I don't, I don't, oh no, I don't even have my bandana anymore. I don't have to, I lost it. Oh, well, I'm fucked. Oh my God.
1: Russ, okay. Russ Brown, he needs another one.
0: Right. I, I had it yesterday. I must've dropped it in my, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Took, the, took that picture and then, uh,
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah fucking whatever. You know, what are you going to do? I do have some um just like some American-made cloth masks coming. We ordered a whole bunch. We're going to send out somehow. We're going to figure out something cool to do with them, uh, you know, where we send them out for free for either, you know, uh, first responders or something. You know, I know they're not, you know, certified or anything, but, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. They don't have to be They
1: don't have to be certified anymore.
0: Okay. I'm just trying to figure out something how we can help. You know, one of my big uh big things I see a lot of and and this happens all the time if you if you pay attention like when something happens in another country, everybody's quick to jump on to help out. But now we have something coming, going on in our country and we're just like fucking crickets around here. Nobody's trying to fucking help. So yeah. it's, you know, yeah, no,
1: no, that, that shows you how much aid we provide to everybody else and nobody else can do anything for us. So if we stop providing aid, to all these countries, yeah, maybe we can uh, take care of this one and make it, make it a lot better than what it is.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Wrens. Yeah. I yeah. they, they saw that they're encouraging neighbors to like wrap uh, people out that are having gatherings and shit. Wait till tomorrow, man. No. When people still have people over for <laughs> Easter, it's a holy day. Watch, watch all the snitches come out of the woodwork. Wow.
1: Yeah. Oh, my, my favorite. And the one thing that I, that I do hope, uh, they continue to do after this is that I see people doing like drive by birthday parties and this and that, like, uh, you know, and drive, drive by. Oh, it's so, and so, it's so, birthday. Oh, well, we can't go in. So let's do a drive by. That's fine. Cause I don't want to stay anyway. Yeah, Fuck, man. I got cake and hot dogs at the house. <laughs> like I don't need
0: to be at your party with your funny ass kids. Exactly. I'm, You know, <laughs> yeah. um, I do enjoy doing the podcast in person. Um, but this has also been fun cause we, you know, but you get a little bit, you know, the, the live video feed and I, I've enjoyed the part where people can like join us and like, uh, you know, use the chat to join in and stuff like that and watch. But there is something to do like being in person, a conversation in person goes a lot further than a conversation on a video. You know what I mean? That's the only thing yeah. I think it's the only thing I'm missing, but I'm a hundred percent in for the drive by birthday party shit you know cuz
1: yeah I'm, right like yeah. yeah i'm a big fan of the gender, gender reveal
0: yeah <laughs> i enjoy the fact i mean not okay so i'm not going to complain because i've had a gym membership for like 4 years and never gone so there you know i've paid for my dues of them just taking my money and not using the facility but i do enjoy the fact that the facilities are now shut down but gyms are still taking their fucking money like nope i'm taking that shit i'm waiting for somebody so, to start fighting well, that
1: what i want to know is why do they call them free weights if you got to pay to go to the gym
0: Ooh, damn! You should make a meme. That might that's gonna go viral in the fitness uh, realm. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. A- anybody care to explain this, Ivan? Yeah. The goo. What's up, guys? Right. What's up? How do they call them free weights, man? You guys gotta pay to show up.
0: Yep. Yep. They, and they're all still getting charged. <laughs> they're all still getting charged right now. I think that's the funniest shit. Yeah. Again, though, like I said, I've yeah. had a, I've had a membership, haven't gone for four years, and still been paying. So, I'm not complaining, yeah. but it's uh it's I've, just i've been
1: skipping the gym for four decades so i'm good
0: right gym <laughs> skipper of- official gym skipper
1: yeah official gym skipper yeah. drive right by one every day yeah wave at them you do hey you, guys.
0: You, you do the drive-by gym uh, gym runs right there you, you yeah, drive yeah, there by you think go. about it and roll on with your life
1: oh uh, you guys are like oh man i did 30 miles today on the bike i'm like shoot where'd you go oh no at, at the gym oh okay good good for you bud <laughs>
0: Heather Voodoo, where where do you live that you're talking about? You got all these non-leg shaven hippies because I'm just gonna make sure I stay the fuck away from there.
1: Yeah, like yeah, shave your legs, shave your back. Shave That's your gotta be Oregon. Ladies.
0: You gotta be Oregon.
1: Probably Oregon, Pacific Northwest for sure.
0: Yeah do you yeah do you think if the snitches uh, go to the hospital, they're gonna be a COVID nineteen patient from snitching on their neighbors for having Easter parties? <laughs> Heather Voodoo, what part of California are you in? I'm, not, I'm definitely staying away from that part of California. I, I, you gotta stay, gotta come down to Southern California. It's, it's the, it's that way. It's like the ghetto. They shave their, they yeah. shave, so shave their pits in the ghetto.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: That's crazy. I'm not about that non-shaving shit. I'm waiting for her to respond to see where she's from. Sounds like Modesto. Oh, <laughs> you're in Big Bear. They got a bunch of hippies <laughs> in Big Bear now. Man, I'll stay away. Fuck it. I went to Big Bear once. A few. I mean, not once. I've been to Big Bear before, many times, but uh, recently I went to Big Bear with Oaks and then those guys with this uh, this like weird uh, invite like ride thing, and they have this um you, the guy this little fucking I don't know what you would even call the fucking thing, but it's like a little like. Losing type little cart thing you sit on and it goes down this like fucking slide of you know sharp turns and shit and we were getting crazy on that fucking thing and it's uh I oh, like a bobsled yeah yeah but it's like you got wheels you know it's like you do it in the summertime oh, okay and, and uh gotcha. I, I, I i was going so fast i crashed i fucking rolled it it was amazing it, we had Get it on good video. momentum oh yeah it's top you know, top heavy uh, top heavy yeah yeah, that's yeah. how it works. Yeah, that was a good time. That was also a bad night after that. But it was, yeah, alpine slides. There you go. That's it. It was fun as fuck, though. But I was like, I'm going to crash this thing. I was trying to. Like, I was seeing how fast I could get it to go. So that way, you know, because it, it has the berms. You come up, you know. But I was like, nah, I'm going to go. And I did that. And not like. You
1: trying to loop it like you're a Hot Wheel? Yeah, not
0: on <laughs> purpose. But, you know, it's just the momentum just took it there. It's like, nope, you're going down. But it was fucking funny as shit, man. Um, it, oh, we
1: got to hit that up next time I come down there.
0: Yeah, this is a good ride. Going up the Bay, if you've ever rid the big road. Have you ever ridden To Big Bear
1: No we drove up there That's where uh, The guy that We got her bearing from Actually lived up there Oh okay So uh, we, we went to Pick that up
0: Oh wow The goo's here There's the goo The world He's, famous goo
1: virginity with, His man virginity he Loses virginity With either one of us I think, on Tag I, team Yep
0: yeah, I think you were losing Your man virginity With some of those Workout moves You guys were doing The other day On your story <laughs>
1: Yeah. He's looking a little thin. I saw him last weekend. I actually ran into him and Roji and uh, Joe Boom and, uh, and, uh, Corey, we were just happened to just be going to go get some tacos and they come blasting down the road. And I'm like, Oh shit, that was fucking Roji and the goo. And I didn't know who the other two guys were at the time. And I was like, so I met, text Jerry. I'm like, Hey, are you guys in Arizona right now? And he's like, he's like, yeah, we just checked in the hotel. I'm like, which one? He's like, Oh, whatever hotel in Peoria. And I was like, we'll be there in 15 minutes.
0: Wow. How funny. I thought you guys had planned that. I didn't know that was just a nah, uh, a fluke.
1: I was actually going to hit up Roji to see him like, Hey man, are you guys like going to Arizona? Are you guys doing anything? And cause he's always out doing something. And, uh, I, I never did. And uh, it was a fluke that we actually ran into him. They blasted down the street that we were on. And, uh, so I, you know, I called him up and I was like, Hey, what do you guys, where are you guys at? he's like, Oh, we're down the street. And yeah. We linked up and that's how we got hooked up with those
0: guys. That's funny. What were what, what, you guys rode all around uh, Arizona or are you, was it, uh, did you guys run into any situations where you couldn't go places or anything like that?
1: No. And just, we were just, yeah, we were all over. Just And Peoria. And, yeah. Flats uh, and, uh, and all that. We hooked up with, uh, Lauren. eight hundred five, Yeah. the guy, Yeah. Picked yeah. up with him and uh, Ryan and uh, Danny G and, you know, rode around and it was a good time. It was just good people.
0: Just spreading the virus.
1: No, we 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 maintain, you know, four and a half feet of distance, no hugs. You four know? and a half,
0: yeah, air hugs. What's up, what's up? Yeah, you know, air high fives. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm still, you know, white people stuff, you know, yeah. Right. It's, it's, I don't know. Again, it's just weird, man. It's a weird, it's weird what we got to fucking do here, but it's hard. I, it's hard for all of us though, who, who have that social aspect of like riding motorcycles and riding with groups of people to sit here and fucking not do anything, you know, like when yeah. you're busy, like you're going know, to, obviously you're busy back there. I can see in the background you're busy. I'm busy. I got stuff going on here in the shop and stuff. So that, I think that helps and that takes up our time. But at the same time, it's like my rear fender for my road glide comes on, should be here like Monday-ish. And I'm going to mount that fucker um, and I'm probably going to go fucking ride it fun. I haven't even rode the road glide yet. I just bought it. I, I rode it like, I did two little laps around the building and then I <coughs> fucking threw it on the lift and took parts off of it. So
1: that's how you're supposed to do it. This Dinah, yeah. I rode it to my house, I think, uh, and then I rode it over to a shop and Dropped it off for, you know, so they can do some fitment on some parts that they're going to make. And uh-huh. I rode it back home. And that's about as far as I've gotten on a Dyna. Yep. I don't know.
0: Yeah. We'll,
1: well, I don't know how it's going to feel when I actually put this thing all together and go ride it. But right. I we'll, always we'll figure it out.
0: I always kick myself after. I'm like, maybe I should have felt how it rode stock. So I had a comparison. But, I mean, not, you know, not for any reason just because, yeah. you know. Just to have that comparison. I know Lance from Thrashing does that. He'll do, you know, a good amount of miles on it as a stock bike. Like he just got that CVO road glide and he rode it for a few yeah. weekends, just full stock. And then people were like, why aren't you doing anything? And he's like, I just want to see how it is stock. I want to see how it handles. And then I want to see the difference of what, you know, the parts that he's going to use, how it changes it. And I'm like, right. oh man, that is a good idea. Cause I never do that. I just tear it, I just tear it down.
1: Yeah. yeah but i mean that, that's a brand new bike too this is this, this bike's an 03 this thing's 17 years old already so yeah. the, the newness of riding this bike is you know if everything's shit it's shit like the neck bearings were all like almost seized up on this yeah. thing
0: same um, yeah mine's used you know, also I, mine's I a 18. Know. i got an 18 road ride. it's got like yeah. 26,000 miles on it so it's uh you uh, know yeah like yesterday I, I mean i went to um i was doing so. oh I got, I got gp cartridges put in the front uh the front forks so i was putting everything back together and we went plus, plus two on the fork legs and I was putting it all back together and, you know, um, the, the man on, on those Brembo, um, um, calipers, man, one of those fucking, uh, on each side, one of the pistons was so fucking stuck. I couldn't even, I couldn't push it in to save my life. So I ended oh, up, wow. I had to rebuild, I, you know, I, I went ahead and stripped it all down, rebuilt both calipers and put it all <laughs> back together yesterday. So, um, you know, now it's yeah, like, saw that. just need that fender. Now, if I can get the fender, um, it'll be. I got to mock it up. I probably got to weld some things up and do some new holes and shit like that. But
1: are you, are you going to do like some leather pros on that bag?
0: No, I'm going to do the stock bags, but I'm going to cut them. I'm going to shorten them a little bit. I don't like that. Oh, okay. Cause I'm running a I'm um, actually 18 plus FXLR rear fender. So it still has like the Dyna okay. style tail light and shit like that. Um, cause I just, yeah. I'm not a fan of those sweeping fenders. I just, I'm not a fan of it. So, um, and then uh, I'll take the bags so they don't have that peak on the back. You know, I'll cut them. Um, I'm, I was actually probably going to work on that today, kind of start it. I have a set of like aftermarket bags here I bought for another project. So I might start with those ones and make my cuts so that way I know where I'm going to cut the stock, you know, Harley bags. So I'm, I would like to maintain using Got the it. factory bags. Um, and my yep. idea with it, like I'll re-glass mine, you know, so they're, they're done right. But my idea is to kind of try to, I'm going to try to develop like a little kit that, you know, something like the stunt rider guys can do where they can cut them with a template and then bolt in like these plates to where it blocks off the back. And, you know, it's, it's still a functioning bag, you know what I mean? Instead of like, you know, having some kind of shitty backing plate in there, you know, I'll try to make a less shitty backing plate. So yeah, we're working on a whole bunch of stuff uh, for for these bikes right now. Actually we're, uh, we're working on road glide, like gauge bezels and stuff like that. Uh, floorboards, mini floorboards, like, we're going to have a lot of stuff that's oh, be, nice. be releasing this month actually. So it's going to be a really, really cool month for us.
1: Yeah. I saw the floorboards. Those are pretty cool. I'm going to pick up a couple of those GoPro mounts for me. Yeah. So, uh,
0: those, those floorboards I posted the, yesterday weren't, 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 ours. They were actually different companies, but it's our floorboards. Um, we, I got a little different design on our floorboards. Um, oh, nice. yeah, but, uh, we have some, we, ours will be hopefully be sampled here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but one thing I've noticed, and you know, you you you're obviously been in the, the performance bagger stuff a little lot longer than I have. But uh, one thing I've noticed is that all the guys running a traditional style Harley front end doesn't nobody's running fork braces. Is that just because they're not available for the for the wider um, touring setup?
1: Um, I think it's just the way the suspension's set up. Like, there's really no way to do that and all your, all your bracing is done at the at the neck. And then so Harley's got, on the newer bikes, they've got the uh, pinch bolt that goes through there. Yep, yep. And I think with that pinch bolt in there, it solidifies the front end and makes it better. I think even like cycle, some cycle, some cycle engineering, something like that, um, they actually make a replacement top clamp for the older bikes. And then Harley ended up switching over to that pinch bolt clamp style on the newer stuff. Gotcha. So, um, you know, I don't know. I've never really... And you can't really mount them up there with the cowbells on there and stuff. Well, yeah. There's really no place to. Yeah, but you put see a, a lot race. of guys
0: like me. I mean, I took my cowbells off. Like you know, it, it'd be strictly for the guys that yeah. are not running cowbells. You know, because um, I've took mine off. I'm not putting them back on, and I'm running right now plus two, you know, um, tubes with the GP cartridges uh, system. And I'll be running the alley Art lower legs on it. Um, but it's oh, uh, fancy. Yeah, I just don't see. You know, I, I see there's a, a spot for them when you do all that, when you remove all that stuff. And I've obviously I've seen plenty of guys that right. do that but I haven't seen anybody running them. And I know the touring front end is wider than the Dyna mid glide front end. So I'm just kind of curious, like because we are coming out with fork braces here this month also. So I'm curious if I should make some for, you know, the touring models, you know what I mean? For that, they're doing the setup I have, because now obviously my seals are exposed. So what I would do is make something that would like, you know, also cover the seals up. So you're not getting dirt and grime and shit in there.
1: So that, I mean, that, that might work and that might make sense, but yeah. you know, I think with, when you widen the stance on anything and then you, you know, you change the clamping and then your rake's going to obviously be different on a bagger than it is yeah. on a Dyna. I think a lot of that plays into, you know, any Just of the, less the vibration or, yep. or wobble or, or anything that you're going to get. Gotcha. But I mean, it would probably be worth it to maybe put one on there and, you know, you'd be See, innovating a that design and. Yeah. 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 And then see if there's a difference, but you haven't ridden it stock, so you don't know.
0: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to, so, I'm definitely trying to, I got my bars and risers on it. Um, everything's buttoned up on that side, you know? Um, so really I just got to mount the fender. If I can mount the fender next week, um, I could actually take it for like a little test spin and cruise around a little bit. So yeah, that'll be exciting. Well, you
1: know. That'd be cool. And then, uh, so is that fender going to work with like the seat and all that stuff? Cause I did a fender conversion on mine where I have a 14-inch fender in the '07 frame, and I had to get a custom seat made. And I like, took it to uh, JP Custom Seats up there in Canoga Park and right. had them, you know, lay, lay out glass and and re- remake me a whole new seat for that deal just to make it work. Yeah, I think so it will. I don't, I don't know if yours sits the same.
0: I don't. I don't know yet. I haven't, I haven't. I've mocked up a Dyna fender, like an 06 plus Dyna fender, and. Um, I didn't drill or, or do any new holes. I just kind of found a hole that lined up and put like, you know, a bolt just to hold it in place, you know, and it right. looked like if I just raised the front, the fender up a little bit in like a certain spot, like it would maintain the radius of the, of the seat, um, just fine. I so know. I think the, uh, well, I think we'll be okay with the loader. I mean, I'll figure it out from there. I have a San Diego customs, um, saddleman seat on there. Um, so I'll figure out how to make it know. work, you know, um, uh, I think I'll be fine though. I think the radio I think that that just the curvature of that situation is going to be pretty damn close to the, the, the touring model especially because the Low Rider runs a 180 it kind of runs a similar rear setup to yeah. be truthful. Um, so I think that's going to be the and though I know the width is if from what I measured from my Low Rider to the touring uh, fender the width is exactly the same. So I imagine okay. that the radius is pretty damn fucking close, you know. I think that's going to be the the closest replacement right there.
1: Probably pretty similar mold that they use then for both of those, and then they just make them longer for the bagger and shorter for the
0: uh, yeah. That's what I would imagine. You know, that's what I'm hey, that's what I'm hoping for (laughs) to make it (laughs) a little easier. I mean, because I could take the Dyna fender, we could widen it, you know, but we got to do all that, you know, all that welding and stuff. You know what I mean? It just, uh, you know, I'm not a welder, so I would have to have my buddy do it. I actually do a good job, and you know, and then uh, it just made more sense to find a um, find a FXLR fender or you know FXLRS fender. (laughs) that's already the right width, you know, and then we'll go from there. But yeah. I have both, you know, in case the FXLR one doesn't work out, then I'll, I still have the Dyna fender, you know, and we'll just make yeah. it one way or another. It's going to get it. So
1: well, anytime, any, my motto on anything, anytime you do anything is there's four, there's a four C's custom shit, custom problems, custom solutions, custom prices.
0: Yep. That's so very true. Team.
1: So if it don't, if it don't fit, you got to make it fit.
0: Yep. It's going to cost you a price. Yeah. And, uh, that's yeah. very true, you know. It's that's how, that's how it works. <laughs> I think that as the evolution of of bikes and stuff for me goes, it's like a, having one kind of custom thing on on everything we do is is something that I I've been enjoying more and more. You know, because there's, you know we yeah. the aftermarket world is great, man. It's a world of bolt on parts for the most part. You know, like um everything you know right. has to fit. You know, but I came from doing old bikes and and you had to make shit fit, and so you know coming into the, you know, into the new bike stuff where you don't have to make shit fit. It's always fun to just kind of do like a one, one off type deal, you know, like even on the yeah. FXR, like that bike for the most part's all bolt on, but we're doing um, remote reservoir shocks on the FXR. So we're making like custom mounts that mount up to the alloy art um, struts that we have on there and stuff. So that way it'll, you know, right. that'll be like our one and it's nothing crazy. It's uh, something just real simple, but that's our one little custom part, you know? So, yeah.
1: That's, that's that's what I like. Like, you know, having, having something that nobody else has, uh-huh. figuring things out, yep. you know, trying to, trying to work it out in that way. And, you know, if you can incorporate even just one thing that's exactly. completely different than what everybody else has, then, yeah. you know, that makes it unique in your eyes. You know, that's the one standout. Sometimes it's something small and it is. people don't even really notice it or see it. Like, you know, on my gas tank on my bike, I have got threaded in bungs and I've got AN fittings and I've got race crimp hose that they use on race cars. Yep as my crossover line yeah so i mean it's it's you know it's pretty trick i had some issues with it last year it, it leaked fuel I, yeah you know and uh i had to have it fixed but uh got it taken care of and uh you know it's pretty it's pretty dope when you look at it like you have yep. to look up close like i can yeah I'll send you some pictures of it but if you if you just glanced at it you would be like okay it's nothing and then you look at it and you're like dude, it's a fucking 80 dollar fucking line that's yep. crossing over and, fuel crossover that's the simplest thing on the bike
0: exactly i did you this. Know? i didn't do it on the fuel crossover line on the fxr but um i did do an fittings on all the oil lines and stuff for the for the fxr so i have all the you know yeah. all black an and then i have the nice russell hose with that's uh has the you know the fabric stainless braided on the outside so it's it's definitely yeah. trick and i've seen a guy do it better I, it was afterthought for me or or you know somebody said you're using that hose why don't you use an fittings and i was like fuck I'm like, yeah you're right so but then another guy hit me up and he showed me, he actually did when he pulled his tank out, he had Valley Custom split his tank, his uh, his oil bag, split it and then weld in the AN fitting. So he had it all threaded and it was bitching. But uh, yeah. know, by that time, my um, oil bag was already painted and stuff. There's too late. So at the oil bag, it's all crimp on, but then it comes down, you know, and all in the engine where, you know, it's all AN and everything, you know, and I'm very happy with the way it all worked out. You know, it's the little details sometimes, you know.
1: Yeah. Small, small things like that, you know, that make a difference to guys like us, you know, you yeah. want to see something that's unique and, you know, when everything has been done already by somebody, oh, like, yeah. you know, if you can find something that's unique to you, nobody's ever seen it. Maybe somebody's done it set 10 years ago or 20 years ago, but nobody's ever seen it. So, you know, yep. it's, it's new to you.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know? And that's what makes it fun. You know, that's what separates people who want to build bikes, you know, to build bikes um, than people who just want to build bikes for the gram sometimes. You know, I mean, you know,
1: those are the, those are the copy paste guys, the right click copy, left click paste guys, you know, every, every, every bike out there looks the same. They're all black road glides with Olin suspension and, uh, you know, T-bars and, you know, carbon fiber wheels and whatever, man yeah cool, bro you
0: look your bike looks just like the other guy's bike yeah like, can't tell them apart now yep yep it's the same with you know the black Dyna group it's all it all has it that's their, their group i mean you know and it, and it I mean, obviously it does too like I'm not, I'm not trying to talk shit or anything it does come to like a financial standpoint you know it's, it's 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 expensive to uh to do this kind of stuff you know it's not cheap like you know um it's so that actually takes into play, you know, some of these guys can't do the the things that we're able to do, you know, and I get that, but it's, there's also, it's the diff, what differentiates yourself too, from wanting to be a bike builder, or wanting to be a bike rider, you know, I mean, I'm, a, we're, you right. know, striving to be a bike builder, you know, you buy parts over food, you know, <laughs> like it's, uh, it's the way it is, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, I pulled the trigger last week on, on, uh, wheels and, and, you know, the new primary system and stuff for the road glide. And it was just like. <sighs> top ramen it is, you know, not that I'm mad, yeah, but, right. but it's just, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> it's just the way it is sometimes, you know, like I, when you have a vision for a build in your head and, you know, not that we're competing to anybody, but we're competing with ourselves and we're competing with the last bike we did or, you know, but bikes that you know, our friends for fun or, you know, there's some giant inspiration yeah. out there, you know, right now. And, and there's some guys that are just killing it. And, you know, um, you gotta level up and, and sometimes it takes finances to level up, you know? Like you gotta pull the trigger on that twenty five hundred dollar fucking one part. And it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> you know, like yeah, but that's what it takes, you know. And uh it's it's I do this because I love to do it and it's not, you know, it's not necessarily I don't do it for the gram. I do this is my whole business here. Speed King started so I could build bikes and it's yeah. goes so I can build bikes. Like that's what I love to do. That's my passion.
1: Well, I always t- I, I I tell people like, hey, don't go don't go broke trying to build a bike. No, trying to trying to put a name out there. Yeah, build your bike for you. Yep. You know, put your parts on there when you can.
0: Yep.
2: A
1: lot of the stuff that happens on my bikes, like I'll collect a table full of parts. It'll take me six six months. I've had this Dyna since November. Yep. You know, still not still not done. I'm collecting parts, and I yep. got stuff going here and there. But when I'm done, it'll all come out as one complete build, and everybody'll see it, and you'll think like, oh shit, like you know, where this bike come from? Yeah. Dude, it's been in my garage for the last year. Yeah. You know, I just posted uh, yesterday on in my Instagram memories. It's like, oh, three years ago. And it's a table full of parts when I was building my bagger, which was the birth of the bagger. The yeah. Cross T-bars and, you know, doing all this and stuff like that. And it's like, dude, you don't understand. It took me like eight months to get all those parts together so I can just do it all at once. I don't just throw one part on at a time. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm going to do it all because you're going to run into a problem and then your bike sits down for a year. And that's what people yep. don't understand when they're building a bike is... If you don't collect almost everything that you need before you start your build, then you're going to run into a problem and your bike sits down and then you just lose interest in it. And then you're just, you go off and then like, it takes forever to, to oh, put it back time. together.
0: Big time. That's, that's kind of what I meant with my C10. I have my C10 and it's got a, you know, 5.3 LS it's cammed and it's got, you know, it's a, it's a cool truck, but it's like, I feel, I did a lot of stuff to it last year and it's um, I love it. I like it and I love it and whatnot. And I've just like, man, I, I feel like it needs like 20,000 more dollars put into it to be where I really want it to be. And I don't know if I'm willing to go that much further right now. You know, like I, I just want to work on bikes. I don't, I don't like working on cars. One thing. I'm not a car guy. I'm a car guy in the sense that yeah. I love them. I love looking at them. I love what they are. Um, I've always been into classic cars and stuff, but now <laughs> that I work on bikes and I, and I don't like working on cars, you know? So, yeah. um, it's, a, it turn, it's, it's, it's fucking man. And, 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 car prices versus bike prices fuck it's like three times the amount for a fucking car shit you know so it's yeah it's got (laughs) my yeah see yeah you know (laughs) and it's like my trucks i mean i've been i've been doing it it's got the wheelwood fucking front disc brakes it's got fucking control arms it's got alden coilovers you know it's been it's been getting there you know and i'm just like fuck man, how much further do I got to go? You know? And it's like sad. And I got it for sale yeah. now. I'm kind of over it. But, uh, um, I also have a 71 Suburban and the one thing I, I like about the truck, but I don't like, is that like, it's only a three seater, obviously, you know, to, it's so not everybody can go. And it's like where I got the Suburban right. and the 71's a three door. So it's, it's got that weird, oh. it's, it's yeah, it's weird a little bit, you know, which is cool. And it's like, everybody can fit. We can bring the dogs, the kids, like everybody's going, we'll fucking pick up some extra people. We don't even fucking know they can go with us too. You know, fuckers along. Right. And it's a fun, it's a fun vehicle. It's got a four Oh two big block with a four L 80 fucking thing gets it, you know? So, yeah. I got that thing in the shop right now, doing a little bit of maintenance work on it. Like the brakes pull to the right and shit, stupid stuff. So, um, I got, I got a local hot rod shop out here. That's been here for like fucking 50 years. I'd like to, I'd take my shit to them. They know, they know what to do. You know, right. they're all old graybeards and, and, you know, they, they've been working on shit for their whole lives. You know what I mean? So it's yep. uh, I know it's safe there and I know it'll get done right. It may be a little bit more expensive than if you took it to like, you know, some other shop, but at least it'll be done right. You know? But
1: yeah, Sunrise worth, worth the money at the, at the end of the day. Yeah, you know?
0: exactly, exactly. Especially on these old vehicles, you know, like, I mean, the car, it was in okay shape when I got it, but, uh, you know, there's some, some, there was definitely some cheap parts on the Suburban that were already done when I got it. And I'm like, eh, hey, we need to replace some of these little things, you know, make sure it's the nice stuff, you know, because there's all those brands out there for that kind of shit. They're just making, you know, cheap ass steering columns and cheap ass this, cheap ass that, you know, cheap ass gauge clusters yeah. that don't fucking work, you know, but so I think it's time to get rid of the C10 though and just kind of keep the Suburban and, and do that as the, as the fun car, fun vehicle. Yeah. And, and then
1: whatever you got to go with what makes sense for everybody involved, you know? Yeah. Otherwise yeah. it's just you enjoying it. And then, you know, everybody resents you for leaving them at
0: home. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, even, you know, my kids will go in the truck, but they're, you know, it's all three of us to the front seat and it's like, they're little still. So, you know, they, they, they don't not enjoy it, but I think they're getting like, eh, this is, you know, eh yeah
2: it's
1: not, it's not as cool as, it's not as cool as it was cool factor worn
0: off yeah exactly so. it was cool when we first got him and you know when we first had the motor done we were doing burnouts everywhere and shit they liked it then but now they're just like yeah whatever yeah right you know but oh well <laughs> all right man well i think that's it for the day i think we're going to cut it off and i'm going to go work on some bikes before uh it gets too late i want to i told my wife i'd come home so we can take the dogs for a run at the same time so oh. i definitely appreciate right you coming on i see a dog in the background right now what do you got back there uh, that's, that's tank come here tank <whistles> come here get over here tank you bitch. oh yeah I'm a big dog person I love dogs yeah hold on let me see if I can flip this camera Oh, you say hi? what's up buddy he's famous now look at him he's all fuck you guys you guys suck yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate yeah, you yeah, taking so some time, man, and coming on and hanging out with us and talking shit. You know, it's been fun. Tell Audrey I said hello yeah, for me, please. Um, yeah, we'll do. Let's see some I think more she's updates of, somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> let's see some updates from some of these cool bikes you guys are doing. You guys do some great work, and I love seeing everything you guys put out.
1: Yeah, man. We're, we're working hard on getting these things done and sucks that her bikes was down for two months and now I got to rebuild her cam chest. So yeah, it, you know,
0: it'll, whatever. Come, it'll come out way better in the end though, man. You know, it's always a, uh, it's always those little things, you know?
1: Yep. Yep. It's not, right on.
0: Well, well you guys, are, you guys are riding, but you shouldn't be riding anywhere anyways, supposedly to the bunny ears, supposedly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's only, it's only riding if you see me doing it.
0: Right. (laughs) All right, brother. You guys take care. Stay safe. I'll talk to you guys soon. Right on. Thanks, man. Have a good one. This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is fueled by 11 Bravo Coffee, a veteran-owned mobile coffee shop where a dollar for every pound brewed or sold is donated to veteran organizations. 11 Bravo Coffee Company supports many community and motorcycle events, and if you'd like to learn more about 11 Bravo Coffee Company or book them for your event, head over to 11BCC.com or visit them on Instagram and Facebook at 11 Bravo coffee Co. We love their coffee, man. They come to a lot of events with us and set up, and we're lucky to have their cold brew on tap here at the shop. So go ahead and check them out.